listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, because Rod and Karen are hot. Why would she make calls out the For finding me offensive Here's if I should draw the line on any fences If so to what extent If any should I go Cause it's getting expensive Being on the other side of the courtroom On the defensive Hey welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast Your host Rod and And we're back in the house for a Thursday afternoon episode Yes we are And I know y'all heard me do the lyrics So y'all don't think we got any guests But that is a goddamn lie we actually do have guests right here. Uh, I'll start with my man to my left of me. What's up to everybody? Say what's up to everybody, Will. What's up, everybody? What's up, ladies? And, of course, uh, you should also know if it's a Thursday, we try to have the other crowd of the crew in here, the other co-host, um, with all his demands on Twitter. Say what's up to my man, Justin. Uh, hello, everybody out there in download podcasting world. What up? And I'll let the people in vocal in the chat room, you know? Oh, yeah. What's up, chat room folks? Yeah. Make sure y'all tell people in the chat room to come join y'all and see this ratchetness live. Um, you know, we need to share this shit. Um, but uh, anyway, man, how's everything going for everybody? Good. I can't complain, man. Tired as fuck, though. Y'all ready to do some podcasting? Let's oh, yeah, do this, yeah. son. All right. Well, the first thing you got to know is you're listening to the Blackout Test Podcast. And you can find us all kinds of ways. The easiest of which being, you go to theblackguywhotips.com. You go there, we got our polls. And by polls, I mean you can vote in the polls. We have a poll for every episode. And you can vote and you can leave a comment. And when we do our Saturday feedback shows, 
we actually read the comments from the poll and we discuss the results. Um, and there's some pretty, you know, sometimes controversial polls, sometimes trivial polls, sometimes they're just loaded and biased polls. And sometimes we got stripper polls. Yes, sometimes there are stripper polls. Ah, we'll talk about that in a minute. My favorite guy. Um, of course, you can also <laughs> leave comments uh, by going to iTunes and leaving us a five-star review. That's enough. We read all those on Fridays. On, I mean, on Saturday mornings uh, on Say the Friday, show. You read by yourself, yes, Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, we read uh, on Saturday mornings. We read all reviews from iTunes as long as they have one qualification. What is that, Karen? Five stars. Right. Five stars <laughs> only. We don't read four-star reviews. If you're a hater and you want to leave us one star, we won't read that. Nope. So if you're a hater, I suggest you leave us five stars so you can get your shit read. Yes, sir. Um, Live on the air. Uh, where we do our feedback show. Of course, you can join our Facebook group, which is rapidly approaching 2,300 members. Yay. Apparently, we're getting quite popular. I guess so. Um, despite our filthiness. I know. I Somehow, know. people are able to brave the moral, <laughs> <laughs> the morals of this show. I think once they take the, um, you know, the, the content tilts off of iTunes, it'll grow. Yeah, people if like, they wasn't hating on like our explicitness, filthy. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yes. people like filthy. Yeah, they, they be trying to They be trying to front like they don't, but they love that shit. Um, of course, you can go on Podomatic and leave comments, but I wouldn't do that if I was you, because that just leaves me more work. Mm-hmm. Somebody, I, 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 I went through Podomatic, because Podomatic is half, like, social network, half yeah. podcasting. So I went through there, and I saw we had all these friend requests and stuff. And you know, like most social network, I don't give a fuck. So I'll friend you if you want to be my friend. Why? Well, I, ah. I don't know why you want to be my friend anyway. But you, you know, hey, I want to be your friend. Except, except, except everybody, right? Then I got a message from somebody today, like, hey man, can you follow my podcast? I follow your podcast, <laughs> and I saw you accepted my friend. No, I don't listen to your shit. <laughs> okay, I, I, I just, on it. <laughs> I just accepted the shit just to accept, man. <laughs> You didn't even say you was a fan of the show or nothing. You just, I followed you. Can you follow me? Come on, man. Uh, would you like for me to unfollow you? Right. Well, I can I can unfollow you. That'll make us back to even. Yes. Not looking at the follow account, man. Um, But yeah, so you can join, you know, go to Podomatic. And then you can also listen to us on Stitcher Radio. Everybody in the room is also on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again. That is in And I'm Mr. Montgomery, Mr. Underscore Montgomery. And I'm Rhyme Over Reason. That's right. And now I'm, I feel like Jerobi in Trial Call Quest because nobody can see me on camera, but I am here. And I made a joke about Jerobi this morning, and that motherfucker is on Twitter. And <laughs> he, he showed up and was answering questions because I was like, who's the fourth member of a Trial Call Quest who never rapped on any of the albums? And, uh, you know, I played trivia uh, with some people. And my boy, I think his name's uh, like Rick Dub or something like that. Mm-hmm. He he ended up winning, uh, you know, the prize. Okay. Um, but John Black should have got that first. Well, you know, he was, he was probably too busy stirring up bullshit on Twitter. You know how he is. <laughs> too, too busy naming the top twelve Jay Z songs and shit like that. <laughs> um. So yeah. So uh, uh, Jerobi showed up, and unlike a lot of people on Twitter that are um seem to be not that self aware, he was not a douche. He just showed up and was like, ah. Oh, Cause somebody was like, I think he's a chef in DC. And he showed up and was like, Nah, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, chill. Or did he say what he did? <laughs> no, he's Jerobi. He done, I didn't even know that nigga existed till this morning. Maybe he's seeing all other people of groups and we just don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's part of De La Soul now. How can we, we possibly know. tell? He like, might be a part of Kanye West group. But right. He, he just he never gets on the mic. I don't know. Um, also, I forgot to mention when you're at theblackouttips.com. 
you can donate to the show with recurring donations, one-time donations if you would like to do that. Uh, you know, we encourage that. You can also go to our store and buy things with our faces on it. Last week, somebody bought a baby bib and our, our, the official baby of the black guy who tips. First baby. The, well, not the first baby. Because there was a baby that was born before, and this dude was in the waiting room listening to the Black Out Tips the whole time, which is cool. You know, I appreciate that. But my love is for sale. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't see no bibs on that baby. So on to the next one. You know, so unless somebody out there got a, a, a set of triplets and they're going to buy baby booties and, and bibs and shit for them too, then, then this is the official baby. Yeah, I believe it was. The new hotness. Yes. yes. It was uh, the the father is uh, Delfrano, uh, who was quite ratchet. So you know, yes, of course, yes. we had to fear for the baby. I was surprised that that was his brother. So that's his cousin's child. What do you mean he got a baby? <laughs> yeah, he's all about sword ratchetness. So we it really is. have to worry about this baby. <laughs> it's a good man. You know, yeah. yeah. Of course, you would think I that. Would think that's good man. Real would think that. And he don't sleep, so being up all night won't be new. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Delfrano has the official baby. I believe her name was Isabella. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, congrats out to you. Congratulations. Um, and hey, the game is on, people out there. Get the fucking <laughs> let's get these babies. Let's pop them out. Nine months from now, I should see all kinds of babies with wearing blackout tip shit. Let's roll. Don't get your baby blackout tips uh, shot glass though. Right. No beer steins. But, you know, that would fit within the context of the show, so. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I hear you, Justin. But don't do that. Don't do that. Um, of course. Just supported it. The shot glass before you make the baby. Just don't take no pictures with it. Of course, you can always call the show, 704-557-0186. Um, but we only take live calls on Saturday morning when we do feedback. So you can just leave a voicemail if you like to do that. Um... And you can email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Um, and uh, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport... Is Bullet Ball. The Bullet Ball Extreme. And today's podcast is my favorite kind. It is sponsored. Yep. Today's podcast is sponsored by Black Oppression. <laughs> keeping women and minorities down since 1314 BC. Not keeping them down, I'm just keeping them in their place. <laughs> Nah, seriously, it is sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions, um, and we got our own page on Shadow Dog Productions the other day. We Woo-hoo! we performed in the several audio plays, mm-hmm. masterfully, if I must say so myself. <laughs> um, and we really took on the roads, uh, on the roles. We're uh, you know we're method actors. <laughs> so for Karen's role as an angry pregnant woman in a drive-through, she had to get pregnant. It was crazy. <laughs> I don't know how she lost it that fast, but all the baby weight is gone. Well, gone. well congrats and my sympathy all at the Yeah, all it was, you know, it, all at the same. You know, we do what we have to for the role. I know, I understand. As I, an actor. You know, as a fan, I appreciate that. Yes, Thank and you. as a man in a fast food drive-thru, I, I practiced several times going to the drive-thrus of different places on the way over there. So I was ready. I was good to go. I knew exactly how to give an order, man. It was made for me. But um, you can go to ShadowDogProductions.com and find out that Rod and Karen have their own The Black Guy Who Tips page. We have participated in, count them, three audio plays already. Yes. And we plan on doing some more. Getting them numbers up. Uh, and they're available for sale with more coming. So we, we, I mean ShadowDog now. So Shadow Dog has gathered. <laughs> They've got all the audio plays together at one place. And you can also find 
bios and links to all the actors that were in them. And, you know, a lot of these actors have actually been on the show with us and yes, been guests. Um, so you can find stuff about them. A lot of them have their own IMDb pages because they're professionals and shit. Yes. And eventually we will have our own IMDb pages too. Woo-hoo! I think I'm gonna have to make me a page and just link it to the black guy who took. Yeah, I don't know how yeah. that works. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how because I didn't make my own page. I don't know how it works, but you know, do that shit. Why? Don't, yeah, why not? You can link it to us, and we can be like, "Yo, he, we was in a movie, and this nigga know me." Yep. Huh? <laughs> no, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna be like, "Well, because my voice, and I am on camera, right? So You're acting now." Yes, technically I'm on the big screen. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the big screen for and, me. And you already have your list of demands and shit. Exactly. It's just like an actor. Exactly. Getting ahead of themselves. Don't stare Justin in the eye when he comes in. <laughs> Are those green M&M's? <laughs> bitch, did you not get my writing? <laughs> I only said yellow M&M's. Um, and of course they have guests, you know, that have been on the show. They have photos and more. So go to shadowdogproductions.com slash tbgwt dot html. And, of course, TBGWT is the hashtag that we want people to use when they talk about the show on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Helps us keep track of it. We have a little search going. We can tell when you're talking about the show. Mm-hmm. And if you say anything about the show that's positive, Karen will probably retweet you. I will. So, you got that going for you. I probably won't. Okay? It's too no, much. I do. I don't just be retweeting random people. You got to say something spectacular. <laughs> yeah, Rod is the greatest of all time. Retweet. Yes. Agree. <laughs> this man knows what he's talking about. Um, but yeah, go and check them out. We also have another sponsor. Word? Yes. Now, this sponsor, uh, actually, we worked with him when we did two of our most infamous videos of all time. Uh, we did a promotion for Blacking It Up, and we had Mike from Silent X Media and the X is Silent. So really, it's just ex, it's just media. Media, it's just media. Silent, you don't pronounce silent. Is silent too. So, it's, but um, nah, but Mike did the uh, did the um, video editing for us, and if anybody has seen it, it's all him. It, that ah. shit came out so well. Yes, he added did. music to it. Yes. We sent him basically like five, ten second clips mm-hmm. of video. And he turned it into something worth fucking seeing. Yes. Uh, he added so much. He he made it so well that I really don't know how to repay him. Like that that shit was so dope for him. And I'm sure it's good promotion for him. It's good promotion for us and whatnot. But um, basically for all your audio and video production needs, and he does music too. So if you're an aspiring artist and you're like, I want to submit my shit and get some people to listen to it, but maybe your shit just isn't mixed right, you know? Maybe it's not engineered. Maybe the beat is a little louder than you, you know. Ah! Maybe your ad libs. You're not. No, you're not. You don't know how to do your doubles. My man Mike can fix your shit. All right. So sit. Go holler at him uh, for all your audio and video production needs. Solid X Media Productions has got you covered. They specialize in album recording and mixing, video editing, graphic design, and film sound design. He got twelve jobs, man. 12 jobs. You're the video editor, the video producer. Um, I can do it all, man. Um, but you he, must can cut. A, he must have a real snowball software. Yeah, like Mike, Mike's not downloading, you know, no. uh, Audacity for free. Mike no. is paying for shit. He got a degree in shit. He got the real stuff. Yeah, he got the real software. He went software. to the store and bought that. Yeah. There won't be any skips or lags and y'all shit. If you, call, like if, you go to him. if you call Mike on his phone, he will be like, I have to call you back. I'm in the studio. That's an engineer. You know what I'm saying? Ah. 
hey, I can't take this right now. I'm actually working. That's that's the kind of person I want working on my sound. He's very professional. Um, you can contact him on Twitter. He's at SilentXMedia, all one word. Or you can email him at Silent underscore X dot productions at gmail.com. Of course, there'll be a link to all this in the show notes for all you people out there that, you know, want to get some video or some audio editing done. Get your shit tight, man. It's almost a new year. Some of y'all walking out there with tapes and, and mixtapes and shit and oh, people yeah, put them in their car and your speakers start rattling and shit. And I got good speakers. But your shit ain't mixed uh, right, man. That shit matters. And you want to give it to somebody to be serious and you want them to pass it on to somebody and, and them to be serious about what your product and they just put your shit in and laugh, man. Quality is important. Yeah. You heard what Kanye said, man. Him and Dane, they assholes. That's why they hear your shit in fast forward. They don't want to hear that weak shit no more. And that shit is the truth. Message. All right. <laughs> um, all right. So the first thing actually I want to talk about is kind of serious, but not really. Um, so, uh, of course, uh, and I've and I been thinking about whether I was going to talk about it or not. But I was like, fuck it. I, I want to talk about this because uh, not that it bothers me uh, per se, but there might be people who are bothered by this. Um, it. I listen to Blacking It Up. I know Karen listens to Blacking It Up. I don't know if you guys do or not. That's fine. Um, but I know a lot of our audience does. We have a lot of crossover audience. Yes, um, simply by the nature of our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a Blacking It Up is a political podcast. Uh, kind of, it's very funny, very funny. Um, and we're joining their part of their net to be part of their network. They want to launch Twib FM. Uh, which stands for This Week in Blackness and .fm. So it'll be like a live radio station. And uh, they'll even play like replays of our podcast and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's a really good opportunity to merge brands and uh, grow and things like that. Um, and uh, when I talked to Elon about it, my only concern was really censorship. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't want to be censored. I want to be able to do me the way we've been doing. It's been working so far. You know, for two non-popular, un- Fucking famous motherfucker in the middle of uh, the middle of uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, in a spare bedroom, in a spare bedroom in an apartment. That's right. We tend to do okay. <laughs> we tend to do okay. You're going with your list of demands up front. Yeah, well, I, obviously, because I just you know, and obviously, obviously, I left like a, a good opt-out call. I was like, hey, if, you know, you're ever feeling like this shit isn't working, just let me know because yeah. I'll definitely step. I don't. I respect their brand too much, yes. and I respect what Elon's done too much and what he's trying to do. To like fuck it up for him. Yes. Which is my main concern, which is like, hey man, you know, we ratchet and I don't intend to yeah. not be ratchet because somebody not else. Cleaning is, this up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you the attach. Money got to be real right for us to clean it up. Right, yeah. You wanna attach your name to this, like you gotta, you know, just know that you might get flat. So and you know, for the most part I'm not really worried about it, honestly. Uh because we're gonna do us no matter what where we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I called up to well actually it started Sunday. There was uh, this lady who contacted me on Google Plus and asked why was I using a picture of a woman who was like laying down. You could tell she kind of had her boobs smushed up together. Fully clothed. Um, not in a bikini or anything. Fully clothed. Trying to be sexy. You know how women do. You've seen, y'all have seen Twitter. Don't front. You know how the ladies do. Sometimes they want to get a little sexy for you and have you out there thirsty. That's what happens. That's life. We're all adults. I accept that. But, um, so I, t- so I, you know, I used this one picture of this lady, and I was just, because I, cause I was using the same picture to promote our shows every time. 
I just got bored. I was like, fuck it, man. Let's mix it up. Try some different shit. So I was like, okay, I'm going to take sexy pictures of ladies. You know, nothing that you couldn't show on primetime TV, by the way. For the record, because I know how you say this and then people's minds immediately go into like, I bet she was clapping them ass cheeks and no, it wasn't <laughs> no, anything vulgar like that, okay? Like that nothing all. you could jack off to. Yeah, nothing, no. yeah, no man can stay hard for this. But even if, uh, but for the record, even if it was, I, I still, my point is that I'm about to make, it still stands, I don't care. Um, but uh, this lady came in and she was like, hey, I was wondering why do you use these pictures to promote your shows? Now keep in mind, I've only done this like four times. And I promote the show several times a week. Normally three to four times without a picture like this. It'll just be a picture of our brand or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then once a week when we do a live show, I'm just like, oh, this will be a good gag for the audience. Look at these titties. Come join the chat. You know, just being funny. We're a risque podcast. And my assertion was, look, if you can't make it past the picture, you don't need to be here. You don't need to listen to We are going to say and talk about subjects that you're not going to be comfortable with. At all. We have a dark, we have a very dark sense of humor here. Ah, yes we do. What's funny is, I don't really think we're that ratchet. Like, I think we hold back well, a little bit. Well, right. I'm well, still, you probably hold back. <laughs> well, I'm, no, I definitely know I hold back. I definitely hold back somewhat. Because okay. I, I, I assume that people can't handle certain things. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm still going to be me. True. You know, and I don't want to. And I, part of the thing is, I don't want to be censored. I want to do us. Like I yeah. fucking work forty hours a week, being censored. You know, you True. do shit in your life where you just like, I can't talk to this motherfucker right now the way I want to. Yes, I can't tell them how I really feel or what's on my mind because they might leave here crying if I really tell yes. them how I feel. That's why I have no coworkers as friends on Facebook. Right, basically. Oh, no. And so, but now this is the space. This is our safe zone. We can talk about whatever we want to. Um, and because, um, you know, some of the fans from Blacking Up are starting to hear about our show, starting to cross over and stuff, I think there's going to be a little bit of transition, and there's going to be some that won't be able to make the transition, and that's fine. Uh, I feel like when it comes to content, subject matter, and uh, overall just vulgarity, just censorship, just what, our, our motto is nothing's wrong if it's funny. Mm-hmm. So, um, when it comes to that, it's like we're a big cup, and Blacking It Up, even if they have a bigger audience, is a smaller cup. Cause they 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 try not to certain to step on ter- certain topics like we can't talk about this because people get mad. You can't make this joke. You can't speak about this person. Like you know shit like that. And I'm not saying they're extremely censored. I'm just saying if, if our cup is a liter, that shit might be 0.75 liters. Cause we'll talk about that motherfucker and we'll say this person is fucked up or whatever. And and and, and we don't really care about the consequences. That's just the way it's been. There's no unapproachable topic. Yeah. yeah, like we'll yeah. talk about pornography, we'll talk about masturbation, we'll talk about being attracted to a female, um, and things like that, and, and and not feel like, well, don't, no, you can't say that, because women are going to take it this way, and men are going to take it that way. And you let Herm cook. Yeah, we even let Herm cook here. <laughs> and he is now up to grilling, by the way. You know what I mean? Oh, so. he grilling? I yes. thought he was frying. Herm is out here. He's past frying. Me and Chris from the Insanity Check are kind of like, um, you remember the terrorist uh, color alert? We're kind of like that for Herm. Oh, so we do a barbecue next? Herm has been Herm has been lit <laughs> up to grill. 
is. And I will let you guys know what comes next. He okay. may be, he may start barbecuing. Okay. He may start roasting. Uh, roasting. He may flambe that shit. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> doing a rotisserie. When Herm does what he does, and I just tell you what it is. Okay. <laughs> but um, you know, so we're you know we're definitely more risque, man. We like we'll make a joke about somebody getting raped. We have done that, and I'm not just saying me. I'm saying Karen. Yes. <laughs> she said pussy was falling from the sky when that dude raped that old woman that fell out that building. And that and that was hilarious. And we all laughed at that shit. So I'm you know, I'm trying to you know, I'm trying to tell these people like, look, um, you know, I, I like I called in and uh, there was this like debate on Twitter between not even a debate, a discussion on Twitter between me, Eljoy, and then Sandy Check, uh, Chris. And he was like, Yeah, um, some some girl was like, I didn't click on this picture because I didn't click on your link because of this picture. Now, what that tells me is obviously she's never listened to the show before. Mm-hmm. So all the other hundreds of links I've been putting out there for the last six months, she didn't click on that shit either. But she wanted to object to this one picture, which is fine. She sounds a little prejudiced to me also. Prejudiced? Like, how you mean? Meaning um, she'll judge the book by its cover. Obviously, yeah, yeah, that's fine. You know, and many goes, people do that. But that goes to skin complexion, um, the outside of a building, anything. Like, I'm not gonna. He's a little too white for me. I'm not right. Gonna, I'm not gonna say hi to him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to assume everything about. Him. I mean, I went to her profile. I saw it said like feminist or something like that, and I was like, okay, I get it. I'm. I'm not trying to. I'm, like, there's certain discussions where I'm just like, I ain't gonna change your mind. Peace. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're not gonna change mine. I don't. And I'm not here to. I'm not a troll. I'm not here to piss you off. It's social media. You can always unfollow. Well, the thing mm-hmm. is, is it, it seems that people like that. I mean, if she's not gonna click on it, then just fucking don't click on it. The only reason yeah. why she hit you up and said I didn't click on this because of the pictures because she wanted to use you as a platform right. to get out whatever she wanted to say to everybody else. Yeah, and I mean, in all fairness, it was a very amicable conversation. There was no ill words spoken. Uh, nobody. I don't think anyone really came away angry, you know. I, and I and my point that I made at that time was like, well, if you can't get past the picture, I, I don't think you should click on this shit. Like, we, you'll see, motherfuckers listening. Give me about ten minutes when we get into some articles and random thoughts. You'll see what the fuck I'm saying. It is not for people that that, that clutch pearls. It's not for people that. Oh my God, did he just say that? Like, no, this is not for you. It's a high wire act. Right between the line of like morality and sensitivity, and I don't give a fuck. That is how the line works. So, um, anyway, we got into this kind of um, discussion when I called Blacking It Up, which was unrelated to what I was talking about. I was actually talking about Obama needing to let me borrow like $20 so I can get this condenser right. Um, and it got on to the, the fact that I, somebody had talked about me using these pictures. Um, and it, you know, obviously, if you didn't know the whole story, you're probably thinking, well, that's all he does promote with these pictures. and they, of course, you're thinking, you know, women just naked, booty cheeks, flapping, and titties hanging out and shit like that. And you can go to my Google Plus page, uh, Rodimus Prime, and see what the pictures are. I looked at them today and was like, what the fuck was it? Anyway, you know, like literally, you have not seen, you have seen worse things than Twitter avatars of real people that yes. you know. Period. And, now, and I'm not even saying those things are bad. But it got on the subject because um, a word that was used was like, well, you're objectifying women to promote your show. And that was kind of where I was like, I got like, I don't think I agree with that. Um, so the first thing I did was I looked up the definition of objectification because I was like, this shit, like maybe I'm wrong and I just don't know what objectification is. And I'm gonna look it up again real quick um, because I looked at the definition. And I was like, I don't think that's what I'm doing. Um, and of course, you know, they were, you know, the 
the after I called and, and they said that, you know, I was like, I gave my side, they gave their side. Um, I don't think that we agreed, but it was amicable and everybody walked away seeming to be pretty mature about it. Like, hey, that's his show and this is our show. I'm not making y'all do it, so everybody's cool. And I really do want to give a shout out and appreciate, even with them probably all three disagreeing, I really appreciate Aaron, Eljoy, and, and, and Elon yes. standing up for my right to do whatever the fuck I want to to promote my shit. I really do appreciate that because I think the mis, the misnomer or the misunderstanding um, that some people are going to have is that, well, you're on their network, so you just need to do what the fuck they say and do the show the way they do it and basically become their show, become blacking it up. You know, whatever lines they have in their moral compass of comedy, we need to just adapt to that and do it. And no, I'm not going to do that. And they haven't asked us to do that. Um, and if the audience wants us to do that, that's kind of too bad. Like, I, I, I meant what I said when I told them I'm, I'm completely fine with our show not being able to grow in this huge way because we're not trying to reach everybody. I'm okay with pe- some people being like, this show is not for me and walking away because yes. ultimately the people that I idolize in this game are people like Keith and the girl mm-hmm. people that have been able to like challenge their boundaries of censorship and challenge their audience and be like this is what we find funny this is what the topics we would like to discuss you can come along or you can't come along but you know this is what we're doing over here and I like that shit that's what appeals to me about this entire genre of, of media well I think we talked about that last week was or one of the weeks recently we, we talked about the fact that you know your audience is one that you have to think outside the box. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not one where you can just pigeonhole uh, and think one way. Like we don't. I don't. I think we talked about that. We don't even really associate with people that that just follow everything we do. Like you have to have your own opinion and your own right. thoughts. And so that goes into your show. You have to be able to do your own thing. Yeah, and I don't um, mind disagreeing because you know we disagree. I'm like, look. Like minds can disagree, be reasonable, and walk away and be like, you know what? We just don't agree on that shit. And I don't have, I have no problem with that. So um, after I got off the phone, you know, whatever, I, I'm listening. And some chick calls up and basically she's mad about the fact. Uh, and obviously she hasn't seen the picture. She doesn't follow me on Twitter or Google Plus. We don't interact. But um, she just is like, fuck. Go, I'm gonna tell them just go fuck yourself or whatever. I'm like, okay, that's fine. That's you know, I actually. I might go fuck myself. I'll be looking at some pictures of these ladies when I do it. That is what I do. I'm a man. But, um, yeah, so I went and looked it up, man. And uh, I, I looked up the basic definition of objectify, um, which, you know, let me actually do that one first. Because I was just like, you know, is that, is like, I don't feel like that's what we're doing. I feel like objectification takes away an element of somebody's humanity in order to say, like, this person is just a sexual object. But, um... The definition on, uh, and this is on Wikipedia, so take it for what it's worth. Objectification is the process by with, which an abstract concept is made as object as possible in the purest sense of the term. It is also treated as, it, as if it is a concrete thing or physical object. In this sense, the term is a synonym to refication, which I've never heard that word before. The term also describes the treatment of a human being as a thing, disregarding his, her personality or sentience. Uh, so that and that was kind of the one I wanted to get that I was that that it sounded like they were saying I was doing. Um, and the same thing with sexual objectification, except this time a sexual object or thing. Um, and I'm like, I don't agree with that. If somebody like, and I feel like it's actually kind of sexist on their part. I feel like they're saying a woman being sexy turns her into a thing, 
it turns like, oh, well, she's wearing a bikini. Now that woman has, she's devoid of uh, uh, opinion. She's a void of uh, any other aspect of humanity other than being a sexual object. And I think that might be a problem with just general society, but it's certainly not one I have. Like, that's like saying, well, somebody's a stripper, so that they can't possibly have any humanity. Or at least when they're stripping, they can't. They're, they're not a human being at that point. They're Now they're an object. Well, and that, that, to me, that's kind of harsh. That's over the top, and I've never been one to believe that. You know, we had Sarah J on the show, who is a porn star. I wasn't sitting up there talking to her like she was a fucking table. She's a person. She, I want to get her thoughts on this shit. Like, I don't assume, well, well, you fuck for a living. You can't possibly have anything to say. Don't you take your clothes off? You know, is Serena Williams objectify herself when she goes out and plays tennis in that cat suit and then proceeds to whoop your ass? Is that, well, no, she couldn't possibly be good at tennis anymore. She is a sexual object. Look at her ass. Like, like that's how, it, but that's how it comes across to me. And specifically, like, these are supposed to be feminists. So you're saying, like, the power of a woman's sexual um, prowess or whatever dehumanizes her. Well, now she's well, now she's specifically by her own will and own choice taking this picture to be sexy. She's uh, uh, fucking some dude in a porno, or she's um, modeling, or she's uh, wearing a skimpy outfit. Well, now she's not a human being anymore. As a feminist, I got a right. You're you're objectifying her. How the fuck am I? Did I take the picture? Did I fucking force her? Did I kick down her bathroom door? Hey, bitch, click. You're object now. Get out of here. That's not how it fucking goes. See, I don't think you said also look at, like, look at me objectify her. I don't objectify women anyway if they wearing red. Right, That's obviously. Probably. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, look, what I'm saying is like, uh, to me, what I would consider like objectification would be like, say, um, Hillary Clinton is addressing the fucking Senate. And then I just go, look at them titties. I don't know what she's talking about, but them some big ass titties, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Fuck that shit. Like that to me, that's objectifying somebody. Like actually, I'm not presenting this front to you. I'm, you know, I want. I'm trying to be taken in this light. But if somebody says, yes, I'm taking a picture on uh, Twitter and my titties is hanging out, I don't think it's fucking objectifying her to go look at them titties. I kind of think I'm giving her some props, and maybe that makes me wrong. But that's the second part of the point. If that's wrong, I don't want to be right. Fuck you. Get out of here. Beat it. This is fun over here. Who the fuck has that party? Man, women was pulling their titties out, so I left. I refused to be objectified. <laughs> fuck that. Her. You should have asked her if she had any nice pictures of herself you could post. Uh, you know what? No, I wasn't even trying to slander that chick. She wanted something. She was telling me she wanted her picture up though. Whatever. I'm not even trying to get at that, man. I wasn't trying to throw no shade at her because... To be honest, I don't really find it funny to be like, well, you're trying to make a point, but let's look at your titties. Like, to me, that would have defeated the entire purpose of the discussion. My whole point is, if somebody wants to be objectified, who the fuck are you to come in and tell them, like, no, that's wrong? Oh, you was looking at that? Like, who? why are you so jealous of these women? Like, what is, what is so bad? What is so bad about this? You know what I mean? It's not, it's not like, oh, she was 12 years old. Okay, yes, that is wrong. That is absolutely wrong. Yes, I'm talking about a consenting fucking adult taking a picture and me going, hey man, this woman's squeezing her titties together. That's hilarious. Anyway, podcast at five. And you know the most fucked up part? The most fucked up part? These women did not click on a single fucking link before that. But then this link caught their attention because it was some titties. That actually means my fucking point. You know what I mean? Bullet ball game, my point. That is my point. You fucking pay attention now? Now after six fucking months of me putting up pictures of 
shit that is just like, hey, Black Guy with Tips, this is a picture of me and my wife. Nah, fuck him. I don't want to see that now. Wait a minute, titties, I object. Click. Let me check this out. What are they talking about? Hmm, they're not talking about titties or demeaning women. Hmm, oh, wait a minute. Oh, he seems to love his wife. That is, wow. Did he really just have women on the show for fucking four weeks in a row? Ah, no breast cancer mom? Fucked up my place. Wow, did he really bring ah, on ah. two sports? Uh, people that cover sports in the blogosphere, two females, and talk to them about the objectification of women in the media. Did he do that? No. Did he, he asked him, like, why would it be so, why, what do they feel about them being able to cover games and why they're just treated like on the field eye candy? No, no, he couldn't have done that because he's just objectifying women. And the most, and the most funny part of it is, I don't even give a fuck. I don't, I literally don't give a fuck. Like, those pictures were on a whim. It was literally just like, ah, what do I have on the hard drive? Ah, fuck it. That's what it was. <laughs> and it became this. You know, but I was like, this is a good platform to discuss it. Because I was like, you know, I, I, I was, and, and, and also, thank you audience members that came through and was like, yeah, fuck that. You know, y'all do your thing. I'm a woman. I'm not offended by it. I don't get the big deal. Pre I appreciate y'all. Because that's all I'm saying is, I'm not trying to argue like, because it's morals, so relative right and wrong is relative right and wrong. I can't make, I, and that's one of the reasons, I, I, like, I wrote a whole paper on this and I decided I'm not going to put it out. Because it's relative, like, the kind of person that thinks it's wrong to look at a woman that is posing in the picture, or to use that to promote your show or to get somebody's attention, is going to think it's wrong no matter what. Their mind has been made up. There's no argument I can give them, no explanation that will make them see it my way. And vice versa, I will never see it their way. I, I can understand where they're coming from, but I'll be like, yeah, but fuck that, because I really think that you're uptight. So, um, basically, I, you know, I accept that we're not going to agree, so I didn't even put the piece out, man. But but it really was like, I can't believe that people became that serious over it, and I'm just really glad that people were on our side, because all it does is just prove, like, yeah, but we got people over here, so we're going to keep doing our thing. We're not trying to interrupt your thing. I'm not. I'm not going on Elon's page and putting up titties. You know, I'm not going to black this weekend blackness on Facebook and be like, "Hey, look at these titties. Come on over to the black." I don't even do, promote on other people's shit. Mm -hmm. I, like when I call people show, I don't even tell them I have a fucking show. Nope. And you, that is dead up. Mm -hmm. Go check my fucking resume. Call you. Every call I have is just about archives somewhere on the internet. I don't even promote my own shit. Why? Cause it's just my shit. I just want to do me. It's not about all this shit, man. But anyway, but anyway, man, I like to get y'all thoughts on it, man. First of all, um, like I said, number one, is it objectification? And then number two, obviously, if it is, I don't give a fuck. But if it is, man, what do y'all think about it? I'll start with you, Will. Go ahead. Well, I can see how somebody might look at it as objectification, but I don't really give a fuck. I mean, I like looking at titties. I like looking at ass. So it really is there for me. Right. And if you post something, even if you posted a gif of a woman's booty cheeks clapping. I don't give a fuck. It's a picture of a woman's booty cheeks clapping. Ah. It makes me want to go to that link. That's just me. Right. I'm one of the kind of people that's a fan of the show. It was geared towards me because um, I'm Now, do you see that woman no longer as a human being? Is she just a sexual object to you now? Because I know you're married. You have sisters and stuff. All women are sexual objects. See, no. I think all... Ah. No, but seriously. No, no, no. You're joking. I think all yeah. people, all people are sexual objects and they and they and they they we're like amorphous beings we can move and transcend back and forth depending on how we would like to present ourselves and i think when you say uh well this woman being sexy makes her an object 
you're taking that right away from that woman. But meanwhile, you know, this is the same chat room that's talking about climbing Aaron Freeman like he's a fucking sequoia tree in the California uh, forest. Like, this is the same fucking chat room that when we're talking about uh, Baratunde, uh, Baratunde dressing up in a firefighter's uniform and covering a saber chicken. So it's okay the other way around because of the power dynamic of it. I understand where y'all coming from, but I'm just like, fuck that. I don't care. That's all I'm saying. Like, over here, we're having fun. We are a fun podcast. Now, look, they are fun, too. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. But we are a little more ratchet than that. And I'm, I'm sorry if that lets you down, Feminist America, but goddamn, I'm having fun. I have time for this shit. I'm talking about porno with my wife. I don't have time uh-huh. to be talking about, well, was it right that he came on her face or so, did that so put her in a submissive position? Let me cook. I just want to fucking cook, man. I got my kitchen utensils out. <laughs> and he want to cook on medium and shit. Yes, and you know what? I just want to cook and you ain't even got to eat it. <laughs> I'm not even inviting you. you didn't, the e-bike didn't come your way. You missing this party, baby. Go so ahead, Will. My thing is, if, if you've ever dressed up sexy, go out to the club and go out with your girls and everything, does that mean no matter what else you do, you're a sexual object? Right? I mean, just because... Halloween is coming. I've been to the club during Halloween. That's some, that's some they might as well call it. Women. They might as well change it to Halloween. Yeah. Seriously, ah. these aren't even outfits. I think some of these ladies kept their outfits from when they were like six, yeah. and they were just like, "I'll grow into it." Yeah, but you know what? I don't even judge them because she can dress like that and be a fucking lawyer. I don't know, and I really don't care. I appreciate that shit. You know Thank what? you, ladies. Every, Thank you. Everybody has multiple sides. Nobody is one way all the time. The way you act at work is not the way you act with your family, which is not the way you act with your boys and everything. So you can't take this one isolated incident and say this is how they are all the time. This chick might be looking like a slut on on Halloween. Right. That don't mean she could be a rocket. She might have a damn doctorate. Right. So she could be. It could be Condoleezza Rice. You'd be like, damn, that was Condi. I didn't know she got down like that. And you know the, the, the feminists are all wanting everybody to like get to know somebody before you don't just make a snap judgment. Fuck that! I don't got time to get to know everybody. I walk past. Well, they made a snap judgment about the show. I know, but what I'm from saying, that one picture, so saying, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, but what I'm saying is they want you to get to know everybody. Just because she looks like a whore doesn't mean she's a whore. Right. Get to know her. She's she's more than a whore. She's well, is there something wrong with being a whore, though? I mean, right. That's my point. Like, like I don't judge. So. Like, that's the thing. That's what I was saying. I made um, jokes. We, we, we had the ladies. We had those the ladies on throughout this this month. One of the common things I was saying, and Karen's always harped on this too. Why is it that when a woman decides to be a sexual being, it becomes she's a hoe? That's she's being objectified. She's being exploited. She doesn't know what she's. Why is it only women though? Only women. That's my point. Well, well for me, I. I, I judge and make the comments for both men and women when I say they're hoeing, but I only equate it if they're lying about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if they're if they're fucking multiple people, but they saying like you know yeah you're not the only person I'm seeing. I'm, well, know. I'm not even talking about the difference between hoes and sluts. I don't really don't care about that shit. It's a strictly objectification. Strictly objectification. Are we saying that well this person is wearing a thong now that person's a sexual object? Who gives a fuck about their opinion now? Because that kind of sounds to me what they're saying. When I'm like, I never even thought that shit. Not for a second did I go. Because, and like I said, I'm going to show y'all the pictures. Not only, not for a second did I just go like, yeah, well, you know, that woman's a whore. And whatever. I feel like a lot of that's internal. I had one of my friends. Um, I, I'll never forget this. 
um, she was one of my best friends at high school, and she was like, um, how come when a white woman wears workout clothes and goes to the gym, she's just going to work out, when a black woman does it, she's a hoe, and I was like, I don't know any of these dudes that talk like that, I don't know any of these dudes that are like, hey, you see that black woman going to dress workout? Or she's a hoe. That's the only thing it could be. She is a hoe. I see a black woman go to uh, dress to go work out. You know, I'm giving the props because it's not a whole lot to do. Right. (laughs) I hate you. But um, I'm just saying in general, though, like that's one of those um times where I'm like, is that an internal issue? Because now you're thinking that that's what people are thinking about you, and that's a hurdle that is hard to get over. You know what I mean? But but at the same time, like. I don't see how that necessarily is me. You know, like, that's not on me to fix that issue. I can't fix that for you. Yeah, I think objectification, uh, and for this particular thing, definitely is based on the view of the person who's viewing the, the female or what is being objectified. But that's based on your interpretation of what you looked at. Yeah, so like, it was posted as a picture, but she looked at the pictures and only focused on the woman's shape or right. position. So in theory, she was the one objectifying. That's what I'm saying. It would be like if I was saying, um, to me, objectification would be we're gonna just have a bunch of random women in the back shutting up, shutting up, and sitting down with their titties out. That's objectification to me. Like you're not here to add any value to the podcast. We just need your titties out, ladies. Um, and then whenever they go to talk, we go, hey, can you freshen up this scotch and get back to talking like the men supposed to do? Like to me, that's objectification. Well, you're devaluing a person. You're taking away from them. Oh, oh, you would like to make a point, would you, ma'am? Well, look, uh, why don't you get out of here, sugar tits? That is objectification to me. I don't really see it as, well, th- there's a sexy picture on a flyer. Obviously, you're objectifying these women. So, Hold on, Karen, what you going to say? I saw you writing stuff down. No, y'all Oh, all right, we got this. Woman, shut up. <laughs> Goddamn, all the time. Tired of women giving their opinion. Karen be making me nervous when she be writing, too. And I was like, yes, I can finally read what she's writing. But then Karen held it up like this. Yeah, like, so it, was, I read. like it was Spain. Yeah, I know. Go ahead if you have something to say, seriously. Yeah, I saw you writing. No, I don't um, feel like it's objectification. And second of all, I am a woman. I do do this podcast with you. I uh, talk about a lot of things that you talk about. And also a large percentage of our audience is women too. Right. I don't think people understand that. We have a we got men that listen to us, but we have a huge percentage of our audience that are women and they get the pussy jokes, and they right. get the titty jokes, they get the rape jokes, you know, and I think in our society it irritates me when people are like women aren't fucking funny, women aren't supposed to have a sense of humor. You're supposed to be this bitter ass bitch that fusses and complain and tell the man what to do. And there are a lot of women that don't fall in that stereotype. And I guess for me, it's very, very frustrating um, because I know for me, I'm your wife and I didn't see anything wrong with the picture. Right. And I was going to ask, how does it make you feel when I look you in the eyes while you talk? Well, even well, even on Twitter, like we'll post booty pics and jokes. I do too. Which, yeah, me and by we, I mean me and Cam. Yeah, yeah me and my wife. Yeah. And we'll post a picture of some like uh, internet. Uh, you know, just whatever, some picture floating around, and then we make a joke on it. Now, 99% of the time, the joke is about something in the background or something. Like, I never go, this woman's only a six, or why is she so fat? I don't even do that. I don't even find that to be funny. But I do find stuff funny like, hey, why didn't you flush the toilet before you took that picture in the mirror? That is goddamn hilarious. And I'm not going to stop doing that because you can't take it. There's an unfollow button. I'm completely fine with people not liking me. I'm fine with going to fuck myself. I do it all the time. 
I'm completely fine with that shit. I just think it's, I just want people to understand that there's a method to the madness and I'm not going to change it. Yes, and then I think for me, the, the also the issue that I have is that, like you was talking about with Aaron and things like that, women do it to men. But for some reason, it's an exception to the rule. It's okay right. for women to look at a man and go, mm, I like to fuck that. You right. know, it becomes, it's okay, but when women do it to men, all of a sudden it's an issue. Like you said, we all are sexual beings, and I think our society in general goes, nah, I'm not a woman, cut that shit off. Or, right. you know, the second you feel like uh, you're somebody, or you want to put on thongs, you're going to put on stockings, however it is you do to, to do your sexiness, all of a sudden you're objectifying. But at the same time, a lot of these same women that have these same issues with that pink would turn around and dress up like that for Halloween and I'm not judging her or anything like that right. but at the same time I also think that people have a tendency to judge other people when a lot of their actions mimic the same thing that they're judging that's right. the issue I have now it's a difference if you you just a feminist you're like fuck it I want every woman to wear fucking burka okay we can't talk <laughs> right yeah, but basically. normal most women don't dress up in burkas they're not coming from head to toe all the time you know, if it's nothing but like a shirt showing your cleavage, this is nothing but like it's America. tight pants. You know, in some people's mind, that's you know, you're too sexy. You need to go and cover up. And, and like I said, that's the problem that I have when it comes to to sex and sexual beings. Men can do whatever they want to, but women have to shut that shit down. And I don't understand. Yeah, why. and I find it like funny. Too. And I find it funny that it's women telling these women, and we telling me that these women are objects now. I'm like, I never thought that. I never, women can, people in general can go back and forth from, look, I'm trying to be objectified today, and tomorrow I gotta be a daddy. That's just how the fuck it goes. But go ahead, Justin. It's a burqa. And a burqa is a thing that uh, in Muslim religion they wear sometimes to cover up uh, the entire face except the eyes. Oh, okay, excellent. And the, one of your guests, after you had that conversation on your show about being objectified, didn't they follow it up by objectifying another one? Uh, yeah, I thought that was funny, man, because we talked about it, and then literally the next day she was basically saying Ciara, Sierra. Has slept around um, with too many athletes in order for it to be considered a quote-unquote win for Cam Newton to be dating her, which I don't know. I just found funny because Cam Newton could have fucked a thousand people, but we know of a few people that Ciara has had sex with, possibly, and somehow she is losing to date her, and I find that to be completely sexist. That's objectification, yeah. but people, but and that's from a woman that I was just asking about. <laughs> how it is to be objectified in the fucking media but you know what that's why I'm like the problem isn't necessarily with dudes dudes are much more comfortable with women that like the fuck than women that don't there's some dudes of course that have some fucked up issues but every dude loves the girl that he knows is gonna fuck him every dude Yes. <laughs> Every yes. dude. And you are the asshole that married that prune bitch that don't like to fuck and right. you get angry when she don't fuck. You knew right. that ahead When you time. get all moral and shit, that's when you fuck up. Yes. Just ask that's the guy you... stuck in the friend zone. Yes. <laughs> ask the Republican dude that is now sleeping with a man that's his intern. That's how it happened. Ah. Okay. Anyway, man, I guess we got to get out of this subject. I can talk about this forever. Because I thought about it for a long time, man. Like, I really was like, at first I was like, I shouldn't even respond. Just fuck it. But then I was like, you know what? We should have had a discussion because it's going to come up again. And now I can just go, yeah, go to episode 232. This is how we feel about that. Yeah, and, and my thing is this. 
we have an audience and they have an audience and we cross audiences. People, our fans like his show and his fans like our show and then it's our fans that might not dig his show and his right. fans that don't dig our show and I am content with that. I don't mind being uh, a quote unquote smaller podcast with people that just enjoy us being us. You know, if we grow, so be it. If we don't, I'm content with that too. Why? Because I work at a job where I don't get to be myself and I'm right. looking at people sideways all day wishing I could cuss them out. <laughs> right. But I can come here and just be free with myself. And I'm not going to catch them all. I'm okay. Yes. I'm the audience, like, I, un- like, I don't think, Pokemon. I don't think people understand when I tell them I'd much rather have the cool audience than the big audience. Yes. The big, maybe you can get paid, maybe you're going to be the richest motherfucker on the earth. Tyler Perry got a big audience, mm-hmm. but I don't want to. I don't want his audience. Mm-mm. I just want my people that like my shit. Well, I'm say. completely comfortable with just having some dedicated, loyal motherfuckers that like my shit. Completely okay with that. Yeah, just don't get too big where I can't come on the show. I mean, you uh, know, and I if got you, you do, too. at least write me in, like like Tyler Perry does his friend. I got you, Jay. And like I said, <laughs> I, I was gonna release that post because I wrote that shit and it was long, and I was like, you know what? Fuck you, you don't get an answer. Listen to the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, all right, Which man. Which means you won't get an answer because you won't listen to the show because they have a pair of squeezed breasts on Yep. Yeah, I didn't even answer. put titties on this show, so they might be listening. So, by the way, if you do want a response, <laughs> you heard the direction. Yeah, yeah. Yes. right in five stars. Five star review. That's right. I read your... Or still somebody's phone who has... Yeah. That's <laughs> a, yeah. Who has that way we won't get to download it. You can secretly boycott us. Um. All right, man. So... We went to IHOP, and I don't know why we keep doing this to ourselves. <laughs> Man, our waitress. Same one? No, no different waitress. One. She must have listened to Kid Cudi before she came into work that I day. I think she had Drake playing. That was the most depressed bitch I've ever seen in my life. She was so <laughs> fucking sad. She was so sad, man. I felt like, like you ever be so scared to complain and return something? Cause you think they might slice their wrist, like, yes, I was like Karen was like, "I need a box," and I was like, "You gotta ask." <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna have this, not gonna have this death on my hands. I know. I asked him, man. I was like, "Hey, hey, man, hey, hey," because she was like doing like the sketch. I was like, "Can I get a box?" Like she came to our table, and she was, and I'm not exaggerating. If I'm exaggerating, you tell me, Karen. But it was like, first of all, I didn't hear her talk the first time. I did. That's how low she was talking. I just heard Karen start talking. <laughs> yeah, I, I looked up and once I could, you know how you have to. Some people talk so soft, you have to look at their mouth to know they're talking. Yes. Or she's like, "Hey, God, you son of Dre." I was like, uh, "What, ma'am?" <laughs> talking to me or to yourself? <laughs> right. Yes. It's like some some Dre. Suicide watch out on you. And I was just like, "Yeah, uh, let me get a water, please." You want a lemon? No, 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 please don't put a lemon in there. I, I don't want to drive you out your way, ma'am. Please, I, I want you to live. You have, don't you have, do you have a child? Do you have family? Someone who cares yeah, about you? on the edge. Like, and she was just so, I mean, like, you know how Snuffleupagus just kind of shuffles when he walks? Yes, that's how it was. It was she was, like, s- fucking shuffling back and forth. Like, it was so sad. And at first I was like, well, maybe she didn't want to work a black table. She, even though she was black, I was like, you know, maybe it's that. Some people, you know, they're, they're like, oh, these motherfuckers ain't going to tip me or whatever. And But then another couple came in and she talked to them like that. And I was like, some, someone needs to, like, call the suicide hotline yes, for her. I want to check my food. But she don't have tears in it. Because she looked like she just cried. Oh, like, God, I really it felt like someone had just broken up with her. Yes. And she came to work. And this is the thing. Look, I, if you're a waiter or a waitress, you know my theory. Get the fuck 
out while you can. Run, nigga. Anything run. come along. Anything. Get the fuck out. Tim, it don't matter. Leave that job. Your manager does not respect you. At all. People ain't shit and you have to deal with their ain't shit shitty asses all fucking day. Yep. I know the feeling. You I will too. You will cry at work. Listen to me. You will cry at work. I'm gonna fuck you the strongest man on the earth. You gonna have a tear over some shit. That's how dramatic the shit is. You stay there one to six months, you will have at least one incident where you like, oh, if this, if I didn't have this fucking apron on, if I, I didn't have this apron on, yes. I would have choked the shit out of this dude. If I ever see this nigga in the street, yes. I'm gonna fuck if he is walking his baby across the street in a highway. I'm kicking his ass. That's how you will feel. But you like, but I can't. Why? Because I got a name tag on. And I'm working for the man right now. And it's now. cameras in here. Yes, so I guarantee you will fucking, you will cry at work. That's how serious I am about this. Get the fuck out, man. And hurt, get the fuck out. But if you can't get the fuck out, if you can't, nigga, you better fake it till you make it. I don't want to kill, I'm going to fuck about your sadness. Nigga, I just want to eat. Now I got to leave and I'm depressed. I feel like I got a purge and shit after I ate this meal. Yeah. Like, like I absorbed her sadness with my meal. I know. Here's your French toast. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Did she have a more peace situation? You know, she don't know who the baby's daddy is or something? Oh, I don't know, no. man. I don't know. Uh, and, the, yeah. and then I heard the manager like, yeah, I cut so-and-so. When they say they cut somebody, that means they let them go home. And it was like, yeah, I cut so-and-so from the floor. And then I let so-and-so go home because they wasn't feeling good. And I'm like... Wait, y'all decided to keep this chick? How did she not make like the she, cut? I'm like, she been sad since she got here. Damn it, sent her ass Yeah, home. what is the other waitress like? Maybe she trying to get sent home. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like, the other waitress must just walk up and start singing 808 and Heartbreaks. <laughs> <laughs> this is why. Why must she make about the blue? I think I'll take some pancakes. Sweet Sweet in you. Uh, it was terrible, man. Literally, my oh, we, went to, uh-huh. we went to go check out. I expect because she also checked us out. She ran the register. I expected her to be like, "Hey, hey, 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 <laughs> what's going on?" But I, but so she um checked us out, man. And you know, as always, I always leave a tip because I'm just that kind of person. Yeah. Well, what kind of tip? Do you I love a good tip, yeah. like over twenty percent. I know. I probably shouldn't have and it all that shit. Life, man. But that's how I felt. Like, God, yes. like if I don't need this tip, she would kill I, I herself. I y'all could have seen how sad and depressed she was. It was something serious. Maybe that's the I method to a madness. I didn't want to ask her no questions. Mm-hmm. I, I, <laughs> like, does that, does that come with butter? She was like, oh, what did you say? Uh, never mind. Never mind, <laughs> baby. Just don't I take it. I changed my order. Take it easy. Matter of fact, you have a seat. I'll go get your food. You hungry? You want, <laughs> I'll pay for it. What you want to eat? That's one of the things when you ask so you be like, hey, I just wanted to let you know you're doing a great job. The food was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Would you mind getting me a napkin? But you're doing good. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> I really matter of fact, great service. just point me to the napkins. I'll get it myself. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'll go to matter of fact, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go to McDonald's, grab me some napkins, come right back. You steal my service, still gonna give you a tip. Thank like, you for being you. You're right. It was like it was awesome. yes, but I, I wanted that's... that I hop before ma'am and I'll go get my own drink. You stay here. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll do it. I wonder if that was the method to a madness. Maybe she just pretended to be sad all day and people leave her sympathy tips all fucking I day. So. She walk out of there at night and just start right dancing. <laughs> like she walk out of there and start doing the ducky and shit. <laughs> like, oh, all this money. I don't know what to do with it. Um, so yeah, Kid Cuddy waitress. That was terrible. 
Um, ah. So, um, I was I was listening to the Haterasi show, which is back now. Uh, you can find in that latest episode for free on iTunes. Um, and he talked about Tupac deserving a documentary. And uh, now, obviously, I don't agree. I mean, Tupac is cool and all, but I don't think Big should have got a documentary. Uh, even his controversial, I mean, not documentary. I'm sorry, a movie. Documentary is fine. A movie, like a literal like. X, like the movie X with Denzel and Spike Lee and all that shit. Um, like, I think Malcolm X deserved the movie. Um, but, you know, before we get to pocket big, I think we got some other black people in between. I do too. That might need their own movie. Yeah, I don't know. And I ain't seen it. Maybe a Harriet Tubman. Maybe a Marcus Garvey. Maybe a Frederick Douglass. You know, maybe we do that. Before we get to the niggas that got shot and died. I mean, there's a lot of niggas that got <laughs> shot and died. No offense, they were very talented, but ultimately they was just got shot and died over some bullshit. Um, so <laughs> nigga shit. Over bullshit. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say nigga shit. I don't use nigga that way, but over some bullshit. I use nigga the other way, where I call everything nigga. It's, just, it's inclusive. Ah. But I know what you mean, though. That's what you down black would have said. But yeah, they got killed over some ratchet shit, though. Fighting over that nigga shit. No, I don't even say that. I don't even say that in my in my free time. Just say it with those niggas. But they got but they got killed over some bullshit, man. And it's and, oh, fighting over land they don't own. The East Coast and the West Coast. Let me see your deed, motherfucker. <laughs> Can I see your deed to the land? Oh, you just killing each other because you live somewhere that's dumb. So you gonna describe all the nigga shit? <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> what? Y'all know I don't. I don't do that. That's my line. I'm a feminist like that. I don't. That's my line. Um, and then obviously if you draw the line somewhere else, you're free to get the fuck out of the show. Nah, but seriously. Uh, so so I was like, you know, I would like to see a Martin Luther King movie, right? Yeah, they got paid for TV. Right, no, a real one. They got, but like, a, they got a play with Samuel L. Jackson. No. A real one with, you know, real actors, with cameras, and a real director. No bullshit now. And I don't mean you have to go get a black director, because I agree with Dark Hater on that. I think a lot of times when they do quote-unquote black movies, they restrict themselves to black directors. And I'm not saying there's no black director that can't do it, but I was just like the best director who could best. possibly do this narrative. Whoever the best is. Right. So I was thinking about it, and there's only one man that I could come up with that could direct this movie but the problem is nobody in their right mind will go see the movie or let him direct it give my shimmer no of course not <laughs> oh of course not the man is Mel Gibson and I know that sounds crazy I know that sounds crazy but if you've seen Apocalypto yeah. you know the uh, Passion of the Christ these are epic fucking movies. Braveheart. This this man has talent. We're not gonna bring up the Patriot. That shit sucks. But Edge of Darkness. Uh, but this man has talent. Now he fucked his life up being an open racist and an abuser and uh, yes. a person that actually did objectify women by beating them like they were objects. And then of course he's a terrible human being, obviously. But yo, that movie would be so good, dog. <laughs> that movie would be so good. Oh. I was mad. I was mad at work today. Like, damn, dog. That, that, why'd you fuck it up, Mel? That pack of niggas line is the only thing that saved you. Because I think he was cool all the way up to pack of niggas. I, I think beating women was fine. Our society doesn't value women. That's just been evident. Um, I think that uh, also, apparently, uh, being racist to Jewish people, on the fence. Water. On the fence, because, you know, supposedly they got, they got money and they have yeah, some connections and shit in the entertainment industry. 
But I really think the black audience was not gonna be cool with the whole pack of niggas. It's like, ooh, no, not the MLK well, thing. Maybe, maybe she let it slip out one time that she likes. Doesn't matter. Niggas. Doesn't matter. You can't get caught on tape saying. Maybe she said, you know, ah! I like packs of niggas. If I'm gonna hang out with black people, I right, pack like of them niggas. in the pack. Yeah. But, but I mean, but it's like one of those things where like if uh, the mic isn't on and you come in and say, hey man, I'm out here uh, punching babies in the stomach, that's cool. I turn on the mic and go, I punch babies in the stomach too. Guess what? I'm in trouble. Not you. Uh-huh. Ain't nobody even say that shit. So whatever happened with Mel and this chick, even if she's, she literally could have said before he record, you know what I do all the time? Fuck packs of niggas. Anyway, record. What do you have to say about this mail? Like that, it could have went down that way. It didn't, but it could have went down that way. <laughs> it could have though. And now he has fucked himself out of directing the greatest film of all time. That MLK film would be epic, dog. Yes. It would have been epic. Damn. Fuck, man. Mail. All right, man. Speaking of Muslims, Malcolm X. Uh, you know, I have. Uh, when I was younger, I used to be racist towards white people. Not because I wanted to. I just didn't know any. And then my one friend started turning Muslim because his brother was Muslim. And I was like, I guess that's cool. You know, they wear suits and shit. I didn't know anything about Muslims. I didn't even read the autobiography of Malcolm X at the time. I was just like, all right, so what I got to do? And, you know, uh, they was like, basically, because he ain't know either. We was just making shit up. Ah. Like, basically, we're going to start listening to X-Clan and hating these white people. And I'm like, all right, sounds cool. You know, that, that'll work. And he went a little harder than me with it because I've never got quite comfortable with calling people crackers or devils. That was a little too much for Rod. I had to tap out. I, I wasn't prepared to say that. No Gentiles? No, Gentiles. No, no matter how angry I got, I don't even think I know a Jewish person at the time. So no matter how angry I got, I'd had no Jews to be mad at. And I wasn't about to be calling white people fucking racial slurs. It just seemed wrong. So, um... And I remember the final straw for me was like, he was like, uh, you know, we we also got to cut out this bacon. And I'm like, I don't hate white people enough no. as much as I love bacon. Say that again. Like, I might be Rod X right now. I don't know. In another world where ah. bacon, if bacon didn't exist, maybe I would have went down the right path. But thank you, bacon, <laughs> for saving me, man. I just, ah. I, I just want to throw a shout out to bacon real quick, man. I appreciate that shit, man. I think we bacon all have a bacon testimonial yeah. in our lives somewhere. Bacon has saved everybody's life at least once. All I'm saying is half the Muslims out there be eating BLT. So. <laughs> I'm not even going to throw that I, shade on them like well, that. Although I, 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 I do I fuck with Wayno 119 on Twitter. Wayno, uh, Wayno is a Muslim and every once in a while I'll be like, yo man, I see Wayno in the... I see Wayno in the deli eating a ham sandwich. All right, I'm out. <laughs> just random, like once every six months. You just well, see a dude in, the, in McDonald's or in the McGrill. I want to say this, though. You know, we might can change the um, life of a few young men because if little you know, I got my first piece of pussy off of bacon cheeseburger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's the bacon. Ah, so, that 35 cent lets them know you care. I'm just saying. You know, you're not an object to me. Here's 35 cents worth of bacon. Cause I respect your mind. They can make the pussy win. I'm just saying. <laughs> Muslims, you might want to check it out. They can make the pussy win. Yes. Okay. You might want to check it out. Um, <laughs> so you know, uh, cigarettes got to be a strong addiction. Cause I came into work the other day, and I come to work at like seven. So it's been getting cold lately and dark. Yeah. And uh, we work, <laughs> we work in the hood. 
By the hood, I mean the projects that I grew up in uh, is less than a mile up the street from where I work, right? And I, and also, white people, why does it take us so long to gentrify these projects? I mean, I ain't saying I ain't saying I'm for gentrification, but damn, we overdue, man. Those ain't been up forever, man. What's sorry? What's sorry? We y'all gonna move some white people in, man? It's been like eight to ninety years. I'll be running to my car in the morning like fucking my life is on the line. I'm like, oh shit! I get shot, stop by a crackhead. I'm like, yeah. I just jump out the car, stop, drop, and roll, dive for the door, <laughs> get inside, close it. Like every morning, it's a it's a fight for my life, and I, you know, I'm against gentrification in general, but you know, just a block or two, I'm okay with that. And you know what? And a lot of people don't even realize that because, like, at my job, maybe four, five miles away, Brooklyn Walk. Right. Yeah. Where my job is. And a lot of my folks they don't, don't even know, know it. Yeah. And they be strolling on, walking around the building. I'm like, oh no. Yeah, that's my one. Here. That's my one caveat is, I always feel like as long as there's an oblivious white person around, the kind of ignorant person that is a criminal will rob their ass before me. Yes, and that's all. They, they probably have. figure they got more money than me, and they definitely ain't looking for them. Like I said, this lady was out here by herself in the dark, seven in the morning, smoking a cigarette, and I walked in the building. And I was like, man. Cigarettes are a hell of a fucking addiction. Mm-hmm. Cause you know that's dangerous. Ain't no, it's not even like she was on a cigarette break with other smokers. It was just her. Mm-hmm. So that's the most dangerous type of yeah, break. Cigarettes are so addictive that I've uh, actually seen family members call, take an inhaler, and still puff. Right. So I mean, in this, in this series, and I'm not judging yeah. people no, that. No, I'm not either. I'm not judging people that it, hook those cigarettes. Just that you know, addictive. Yeah. Yeah. My theory is, of course, fat people and people that smoke need to stick together. I'm tired of these motherfuckers judging each other. You smoke, which makes you lose weight in a lot of cases, and then you start ranting about fat people. And then fat people will be like, yeah, but look at you coughing and shit. No, nigga, we on the same team. We all going to an early grade together. Let's, ah. let's, let's fucking bind up and make some type of bad habit Voltron. But, um, yeah, so so basically, man, this like I saw that, and I was like, that is so addicting. That's, that's almost sad. It's sad, but then I thought about it, and I was like, if they had a McGriddle that I could stick in my pocket, and that shit would magically warm up whenever I wanted a 15 minute break. Nigga, I'd be outside at 7 in the morning in the dark. Eating by myself. Of course. I'm no better than that person. We both ain't shit. We would both be over there like, I'd be eating a McGriddle while she smoked a cigarette. It's just, they just ain't invented that shit yet. If they had like the microwave pocket. <laughs> on, a, on some jackets. That shit will revolutionize yes. the fat game. Oh my gosh, I would love that. All, now, of course, all the jackets would have to be like quadruple X. Because you're going to be that by the time you get done. <laughs> by the time you get done, you're going to need all them X's on that motherfucker. Because you're going to be microwaving the shit out of a hot pocket during the middle of a meeting and shit. Like, I can't wait till the 315 break. I'm going to get out here and get my hot pocket off. Now, do you take your smoke break anyway? We all have to take a break. Like, it's that thing where... um. They, it's like prison. Everybody got to take a break together because I'm sure somebody was bitching about the smokers getting breaks at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And then they had to do a universal break and so that nobody's at their desk for 15 minutes and then everybody's back. Yeah, but like I, especially uh, when I used to work at the hospital, you had your break and smokers had their break, but then smokers had their smoke break too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I just I started taking me a smoke break. Yeah. I didn't smoke, but I would tell my supervisor, I'm going on my smoke break. And I would leave for about 10 minutes and go do whatever the fuck I felt like doing in my Pretty car. Much. Right. My me too. That's what I do. Um, and like that I'm... excluded my break. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, see, that, that counts as part of my break. But 
Yeah, we don't like smokers don't get an extra break if that's what you mean. Yeah, they can only smoke at the times that are dedicated for everyone to take but, a break. And do the smokers follow that rule though? Yeah, for the most part, but you know, there's a couple people I see, like the lady at seven o'clock in the morning. That's that's nobody's break. She's just doing that, but she's one of the like boss type level people, so she just does what she does. And she, I know she snitched on me a couple times about bullshit before, so it's just one of those like, you know what? Do what you do, lady. Just leave me the fuck alone. I know so. As long as my name don't come out your mouth, I don't care. If I walk outside and she was fucking some dude, I just walk right by. <laughs> like I didn't see that shit. <laughs> I wouldn't even be like, so fucking on the clock. I'd be like, uh, no, uh good morning. I walk by like this. Click, yeah. <laughs> but um, so my man Styles P came out with a new album, and I was listening to Where's My Forty Acres, and they played a song off of the album this morning. Uh, and uh, he was in there talking about you know shooting people, living in the hood, you can get robbed, selling drugs, and I was like, yo, this nigga should have moved by now. This nigga been rapping about the same shit in the same neighborhood for 17 years. Styles, you gotta get the fuck out the projects, man. Man, his record deal must be shit. Bro. He ain't got enough of me to Wasn't get out by. Yeah, event, yeah, the back of the day they all were. But yeah. he got off of that guy with Rough Riders. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying, dog. He gotta move at least to a new project with some different stories. Like just the same story, like niggas will kill you, niggas will do that. Niggas, you got to move. You have got to fucking move, man. The niggas around your way apparently are very, very violent and keep making shit for you to do songs about. The material is not worth that much. Play it out now. Yeah, hopefully Styles P would never hear of this because I'm. if he came up to me in person, I'd lie. I'd be like, I didn't say that. I mean, really? He just <laughs> You're looking for Mr. Underscore Montgomery. <laughs> now, why are you messing with me? <laughs> he, just make, he just need to get the locks back together. I mean, ultimately... Yeah. You need to get his life together. So have y'all seen this story about the women that got beat up in McDonald's? They have a video footage of it. We talked about it on the show, I think. But um, basically what happened was two women went into a McDonald's. They had a $50 bill that they tried to pay with. Uh, pay okay, with. The guy had to verify the $50 bill. And then um, apparently uh, they got they took offense to that. One of them like slapped him and called him a bitch. Hopped over the counter and started objectifying his ass by punching him. And so then he beat the shit out of them and took a metal rod and like kept beating them. Like he paused. People tried to pull him off. He beat him some more. One of them had a fractured skull. Um, so there's some serious injuries there. Um, and here's the thing: is obviously I'm on the side of. Stop treating motherfuckers that make minimum wage like they your slaves. And like they ain't shit. And on top of that, they didn't know that he had like just been released or had been charged with like... He had just been released from prison after like 11 years for either like manslaughter or something, something like, like that. that. And, and that's the thing. It's like you <laughs> fucking with people and you don't know their background. And if yeah. you just, just set your ass there and let him did his job... He'd have gave you fifty dollars and your brain wouldn't have been crushed either. Right. But you fucking with me, like, okay, you wanna fuck with me? I got something for your ass. So, um, and obviously there's a lot of people that, you know, anytime somebody is on the right side of an asshole then they like to celebrate this guy. Um, I think Chris had a podcast and a lot of his tongue in cheek. Yeah. You know, like free this dude, what did he do wrong and all that stuff. Here's the only thing, man. And I don't know how to put this in a tactful way other than Yo, man, some of y'all dudes are a little too goddamn happy to see these women get beat up. You're a little too goddamn happy, man. What is? Why are you so fucking happy to see this ratchetness? A savage beating with a metal pipe, even when you're in the fucking right. 
there, there is a level of violence where you like, yo, I think you, I think that is brain. I think that's brain, man. Like, I, there's a point where I'm like, yeah, I, I'm actually good now. You can stop uh, five minutes ago, sir. Yeah. I mean, I guess my thing is, you know, they reach across the counter and slap them. I'm like, if you reach across and slap them back, I'm like, man, you can't like nigga. Right. What are you talking about? But the fact that he ain't had this one of those assholes like, man, you have to do Right, like right. Yeah. Like, the asshole would pass the point, because there was a point where you're like, all right, I understand. Yeah, yeah well, get that bitch. Okay, okay. Heat of the moment. Heat of the moment. Come on, man. Come on, stop. You blanked out. Okay, I understand. Heat of the moment. Okay, well, all right, doing a little far. All right, well, it's time to wrap it. Okay, so get in the pole. Oh, going to the head. Oh, again with the head. That sounds like it hurts. So I think that's blood. I think I need to leave before they call me as a witness. Right. Yes. Like, that is that level of asshole. And I was just, it was weird to see people celebrating it. On Twitter, because it was more like repressed. Finally, a man gets to hit a woman and it's justified. It's like, uh, I was rooting for a Chris Brown and the Rihanna thing, but it didn't work out. It's like when OJ killed uh, a white woman. Like, yes, got away with yeah, it. Yeah, it was like the OJ thing. Yeah, it was like the OJ thing. Like, nigga, you about to get a Rayvon McIntosh prize in the mail? Like, no. You been waiting your whole life to kill a white person. Uh, it's, it's like, like I said, I feel like a repressed part of some men came out. Because, I mean, low-key, there's a lot of men that just, you know, they hate women on the low. Like, they just hate the fact that, because they, you know, they these these men with these fucked up, like, I'm going to date a woman that's like my mama and tell me what to do and don't fuck me. Those dudes secretly <laughs> hate that woman because they want to punch that woman every goddamn day because that's the kind of woman they went out and got. And I think those are the niggas that was celebrating, like, I wish I could punch this bitch. Like, <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, <clears throat> this is a shame. I'm this is all the fun for this guy. Yeah, I hate to see that. Let me go to Twitter ah. and celebrate it and retweet it. I do. But I haven't even seen the video I'm for the record. I just heard it and was like, wait, he... Because people was like, yo, you got to check this. It's that wretchedness, man. He got... He, they serve these chicks. And of course, I did my research. I read the article first and I'm like, hit with a metal pipe, yeah. fractured scroll. You know what? No. no not going to press play on this one. <laughs> Actually, I'm good. I don't need to see that. I'm happy he was able to express himself and put <laughs> out his emotions instead of repressing it. Because yeah. it could have been worse if he'd have held it in. Imagine there would have been many more people that would have got hurt. Yeah, and, yeah. and the moral to the story, don't fuck with people at McDonald's to take your cash. Yeah. And That's the moral story. Here's the last thing before we do the, uh, the articles. Um, and I had a ton of random thoughts, but I just don't feel like going through all of them today. Save some for Sunday with Ty Diamond and the Dark Hater. Light Skin Brothers taking over. Um, one show at a time. <laughs> one show at a time. <laughs> but I've been playing this game, Arkham City. It's a mm. Batman game. Really I fun. Game. I don't even play ride games, and I love them. It's basically uh, Gotham City's version of Hamsterdam from The Wire. But they decided to put, they decided to put all the criminals in like a six block radius. Yes. And just like fuck it, all. I mean, and, and of course, you know, the federal government just let this shit slide. Let's put twelve of the most powerful criminals in the world together in in the same area. Like, and I was just thinking, like, the, the plot is improbable. No one would let this happen. Nobody would let this shit happen. You could just secretly have criminals in one area of the city together plotting on shit and then just send Batman in like, figure it out. But the game is fun as shit. Mm-hmm. It's fun as shit. But yo, that, that shit is Amsterdam, man. It seems like a, a horrible idea. 
Well, they technically they do do that. They still have Roseland there, as you stated ha. earlier. Uh, um, but Roseland is a few miles away from west, the west side. You know, like it's it's Roseland and then West Boulevard. Like imagine if Roseland and West Boulevard were like one. Connected. Yes, <laughs> like literally you cross the street into West Boulevard. Oh like they don't God. even let they don't even let black people do that. They don't oh. even let they don't even let the hood do that. <laughs> like there's no hood where you can be like, hey, let's put the hood all in one sec. They don't let you gather up like oh, that. You spread the hood out. Put a little bit of the hood here, a little bit of the hood there. We don't in case there's a ride and shit. We don't need these niggas getting together. Yeah. You know, we fuck around. Get over the city. We fuck around a cop shooter, a cop shooter, innocent black man. Now we got to lock this shit down. Like, I, I, I don't know, man. I just thought that was funny that they let Batman do that. And this and the game that it, I'm telling you right now, Batman. It is no secret, but he gets like poison and shit. Nigga, I'm playing that game like Jordan with the flu. <laughs> I am getting my hero on, passing out and shit. Like Batman, it's like he's playing drunk. Like every every couple chapters, you just fall down. Yeah, like every yeah, like every every couple uh, chapters, you just like have a fainting spell. Like it's like Batman, but with epilepsy or some shit. Now, did they at least give him a, a model to fuck in between villains? I mean, he got some chicks. You know, Batman still got some women and stuff. Um, and they objectified him because you know I was looking at him. Ah. They was looking good. Um, but yeah, they got some women in there, but you don't actually have sex. You know, Batman's, in my opinion, Elon won't agree, but Batman's kind of a Republican, so he's a little uptight about that kind of stuff. You know, the only thing not Republican about Batman is he don't carry a gun. That's it. You know what that does? <laughs> you know, that does piss me off about Batman. That, um, yeah. Like, he'll only fuck somebody to make his the woman he really wants to be with jealous. Well, Batman is the type of dude that'll go to a bad neighborhood and beat up some poor people trying to steal a TV so that they can get some money to feed their kids. That's bad. That's my version of Batman. But, of course, you know, a lot of people just see him as this heroic dude stopping crime. But I'm, I don't care about him stopping the joke and shit. Sure, go in there and stop them. But when you beating up Tyrone for beat for stealing from Renner Center, hey man, you, that's not even fair, Batman. No, that's not. It is not a fair fight. You can't hit some a, a regular nigga in the head with a batarang. <laughs> Nobody is prepared for that shit. He throw a batarang in this room right now. We all be dead. Of course. Plus, I, don't, I also don't like his policy of I can beat the shit out of you, but I won't kill. Like I, I just imagine a hospital full of like people that can't walk. Dudes with one arm, dudes with one eye. It's like, you too? Yeah. Like, they just go to ER, causing more healthcare bills. Yes. With nose all broken, no teeth. Now I gotta get reconstructive surgery on a fucking criminal because Batman didn't know how to just tell him to freeze. Or he didn't know how to finish him off. One or the other. Yeah, kill him or or choose him. Pick a side, man. (laughs) Ah! Habitual monster. (laughs) (laughs) What you gonna say, Justin? I was gonna say, so now they not only don't have the TV, but they also now have a hospital bill. Yes. yes. Which will never which, go away. Which was probably more than that TV. For y'all motherfuckers who think y'all ain't gonna pay the hospital their money, the hospital bill will never go away, okay? Alright, let's do some ratchet ass news. So, Fayetteville, North Carolina. Oh. If you know about Fayetteville, you know yeah. something ratchet had to happen. Of course. A p- police said both suspects in the shooting of a four year old boy are now in custody. Oh. The boy's mother, Quinsha Edwards. Oh, wait. Quinisha Edwards. Oh, what a name. Guess the race. Turned herself in Friday night to the authorities. Edwards' bail was set at $100,000. 
The, sus the second suspect, Edward's boyfriend, Vincent Massey, 25, also turned himself in Saturday morning with bail set at $185,000. So the boyfriend, and this, as, as you see typical, two people get charged with the same crime. Women just typically get less time than men. The, you know, it's the one time where feminists don't get mad about equal rights. Nope. Just saying. I was just hoping maybe he had more money. Maybe he had more money is why his bill was. I don't see any. I don't see any angry feminist comments down here about why she didn't get the same amount of time. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> got some work to do, ladies. I put the link in the chat room. Y'all figure it out. Go in there and tell them that's not right. Anyway, on August 26, police said uh, Edward's son shot himself with a gun. A four-year-old shot himself with a gun. How is that even possible? I mean, obviously, these people aren't practicing gun safety. You know, they don't look like the kind of people that have a lock on their on their heat. Um, I blame the four-year-old. I'm sure he was told right. once before, leave the gun alone. You're old enough to know better. You right. know, now do better. I mean, it's the ultimate statement. Is he still wearing diapers? Then he understands shit. Oh, it's a good. Be potty trained I think once you get potty well, trained, well, I, I don't think he's gonna be top potty trained after he shoots himself. He probably shit all over the place. But I think once you get ah! potty trained, you're able to understand shit at that point. They said that they were notified about the bullet lodged in the hip of the child on October 5th, when the child was taken to the hospital because of difficulty walking. The two were charged with negligent child abuse resulting to serious bodily harm, uh, bodily injury, failure to store firearms to protect minor, and contributed to the delinquency of a juvenile. My question is this. Where were they when the bullet went off? Yeah. Why did it take them going, oh, baby, you walking funny, let's take you to the hospital? Yeah. Well, they high, having sex, something else was going on in this room with this baby shot itself. Yep. And they basically said that, um... They basically let that baby have that bullet wound for like four weeks or something before they went to the hospital to actually, because they had to at that point. Man, that baby's strong as hell. That for y'all. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> he tough yep. as hell. Uh, so, a police arrested a man that they say was naked and masturbating at Sonic. So what's wrong with that? Well, he was objectifying some of the waitresses. Ah! And I see that is objectification to me. But he did go fuck himself. Right, well, that's so, what they told us to do. That's the point. I mean, he, he already got his punishment. He's fucked himself. It's just something about them women in them skates. That should be yeah. yeah. That women in the skates. How can, how can you blame them? She's objectifying her own self in them skates. Yes. And then he went and fucked himself. So, I mean, I guarantee somebody. Served. I guarantee somebody thinks that's my stance on objectification. <laughs> but she's a woman and she was existing. You have to jack off to her. It's not. It's her fault. I mean, but you're just following directions. The lady told you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> right. So that should be the norm for now. A Kenneth man is being held on twelve thousand dollars cash only bond. That's all. Damn. Was cash was only. cash only. Normally, like in that last article, that hundred thousand dollar bond is actually less like than this dude's bond because you only have to pay ten percent to go to get out. Can that bitch come up with ten thousand? Uh, I don't know. Can, you know, I was just about to be like, how you gonna call her a bitch? And I was like, she did let her four-year-old get some. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I really don't care. So, fuck her. Yeah. She should not have done that. Yeah. <laughs> Stop letting your kids shoot people. Yeah, but it's grown people that will get more around with, bullet, with a bullet wound for, for four. four weeks. She let her yeah. four. Yes. What was he, four? Yes. Four, you let your okay. four-year-old have a bullet in him and, for four weeks. And my thing This is, is not the Wild Wild West. You can't take a fucking and my thing is this. scissors and alcohol to get it out. I'm like, just... 
this child wasn't crying, this child wasn't screaming, this child wasn't hollering, this child wasn't moaning. Y'all ignore his ass for this I long? guarantee you he didn't go to school, like, daycare or pre-K anything he couldn't the time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically, man, this dude was jacking off. Uh, $12,000 cash only bond. At the Carruthersville police say that he was spotted at a Sonic restaurant naked and masturbating. Now, the weird part to me is the naked part. Yeah. Like, so did you leave your house naked? No, no, he pulled up. Or did you, like, like, yeah. He was like, nah, nah, oh, yeah, I got to get right for this shit. Yeah, like, (laughs) Will is unbuttoning his shirt as he's, like, (laughs) delivering his order. (laughs) Like, I have a number one, please. (laughs) Bone chucka, bone bone. Isn't it half-off slushies? Hey, make yeah. the fries extra greasy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna need that grease. Yes, no right. salt. And wrap it in bacon. Girl. The salt burns. <laughs> um, so before, so um, on Friday afternoon, police were called to the Sonic Drive-In. Witnesses say a man in black and a silver 2010 <laughs> Ford Mustang drove up to the restaurant, got out the car nude, and began to masturbate in front of several people, including children. Because, you know, why not? Damn, so he, <laughs> why not, the kids, too? I thought he was in the car, but this motherfucker got he out. He got out yes. the car. Damn. Now, that's a family restaurant. Even the kids get to eat free. Before, ah. before officers could arrive... You the, see the show for free. Before officers could arrive, the man apparently got into his car and drove away. A short while later, the Pemiscot County Sheriff's Department uh, deputies located the suspect's car at the Lion's Den and, st- and still, I don't even know what that means. I think that's a strip club. Deputies arrested the 45-year-old Keith O. Smith of Kenneth and charged him with first-degree sexual misconduct and two counts of second-degree sexual misconduct. All I can say is why do you get two women, counts? And those women, it sounded must One be these balls. must be real nice because <laughs> he got that nut quick. <laughs> well, last week, last week we read about a woman, or a couple weeks ago we read about a woman that worked at Sonic that didn't get a tip and tracked this dude down yeah, on her skates and stabbed him. So that's right. She did stab. Uh, speaking of stabbing people, oh, Tampa police say Panhandler attacked a man who refused to give him fifty cents. Ooh, boy, I have a story about that. Tampa. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, Florida. Tampa. A Panhandler who was rejected when he asked for fifty cents pulled out a knife and threatened the man and tried to slash his tires. And it happened in West Tampa on Saturday, one day after Tampa Mayor Bob Buckhorn signed into law tough new restrictions on panhandling. Juan Lopez says he was walking out of his cigar shop when the panhandler approached, asking for 50 cents. And they never just want 50 cents. No. Okay, they tell you that. You pull out your wallet, and then they go, I see you got $5. So you go, no, nigga, we was just... We was just on Nigga, 50 you cents. You were satisfied with 50 cents. Yo, yo, shit just went up a thousand percent. Oh, up Because you saw my five dollars. No, that's why I don't even open my pockets. Nope. Um, I open my wallet because I don't keep cash in there. I be like, look, I ain't got it, man. I give it to you if I had it. Not me. I ignore homeless people like Republicans do. Global warming. Like, that, <laughs> that shit, shit don't exist if I don't pay attention. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> the signs are still out on homelessness. <laughs> so why? They're trying to find out if these people is real. Yeah, I don't even believe They don't pay taxes, I know them. <laughs> nah, 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 that's what I say to them. Like, nah, 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 nigga, nah, 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 get away from me. Um, I think you should ask them, how much did that sign cost? Yeah, yeah. Wait, I noticed she got markers somehow, sir. You <laughs> should have bought them in. Um, that's a, I'm looking at at least a 99 cent Big Mac. Um, anyway, so Juan Lopez said he was walking through his car. From a cigar shop where the dude said, let me get 50 cents. 
Lopez says he told the panhandler that he didn't have any change, and the panhandler pulled a knife. Lopez said the suspect threatened him and then tried to slash the tires of his Ford F-250 pickup. Uh, Lopez tried to drive away, but the panhandler began chasing him. Damn. Fortunately, Tampa police officers were nearby and saw the end of the confrontation. They arrested Robert Camacho for aggressive panhandling. Aggressive. <laughs> aggressive. I didn't even know that was a charge. No. You're too aggressive. Slow down with the handling. Damn. You're using high pressure sales tactics. Ah, calm it down, buddy. Calm it down. Lopez said uh, that that's not good enough for him. He's now carrying his own knife for self defense. So next He's week. He's trying to get arrested. Only in Florida. We see, so I'm going to get a knife. Now, if he would have said a gun, I actually would have been for that. Because I'd be like, oh, I get it. You're going to one up, dude. Now you bringing a knife to a knife fight. Now y'all both get stabbed. Yeah, this nigga think he's Steven Seagal or some shit. Yeah, that, that's what he's gonna do. He's gonna be like, that's not a knife. This is, this is a knife. Yeah, and next time you he gonna stab you with both the knives. No, yeah, sir. Yeah. Just, just do what you were doing and run. <laughs> just call the cops. How about don't go near the home? Y'all, I'm not, you can't avoid them, man. I got caught. I got caught. Because I was a. Uh, my, my, my son goes to By some aggressive panhandling? Yeah. Yes. No, my son goes to school out uh, off of uh, Freedom. Yeah. School's a good school because it's uh, a magnet school, but damn, it's in the middle of the fucking hood. So I'm trying to get to work. I'm like, damn, my gas light is low as hell. It's been on since yesterday when I left work. I'm just putting $5 of gas in the car. I got out of the car. I just happened to be wearing a shirt and a tie. And this dude came up, I guess he, he thought I was somebody else. He's like, hey, 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 hey. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I thought you were somebody else. Went and got the squeegee. I'm trying to hurry up and put this fucking gas in my car. And he comes back. He's like, hey, you got a dollar? You got any, anything, you know, you can help me out with? So I had a dollar in my pocket. So I was like, you know what? Here, here you go. I opened up my wallet because I don't keep cash. And I was like, well, this is all I got. He was like... So, I know you got something in the ashtray. Go go ahead and look in there. I was like, no. I got nothing in the ashtray. That's right. Then the nigga came trying to school me, give me some, some knowledge. He was like, you know, you know, there's a lot of people out here. And I had on the championship ring, too. So, he shook my hand. Ah. And he was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> so, you graduated, huh? I was like, yeah. And he was like, you know, a brother like yourself is doing good. Uh, people out here, you know, they ain't graduate. So, if you see a homeless man... Give them, give them a little, a little change and everything. I ain't gonna spend money on this, on alcohol and, and on drugs. Well, I ain't gonna lie. I am probably gonna put this on the forty or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, my, that's my favorite homeless person. The one that gives up on his lie halfway through. <laughs> like I had a homeless dude. that's like I just, ah. my wife, my old lady kicked me out. I just gotta get it on the bus, get across town, stay with my parents. You know what? I'm just got to go get a 40 <laughs> and chill right here on this corner. I was like, there you go, man. Fuck but you it. know what? I think that one dollar saved my life. Because as aggressive as this motherfucker was, and he was kind of looking me up and down. He's like, yeah. See <laughs> so you oh, 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 my nigga. I, believe me. I, I had a homeless dude. First of all, that homeless dude I just told you about, I was sitting in my car fixing a fuse. So I was laying on my back. <laughs> I, I had you. Laying, yes, I was laying on my back with my hand by the change tray, with the tray open. And I was just like, "Yep, this nigga God just, damn. nigga just got all this change." And I was in college too. I needed that change, but I was not about to die on that line. I was, he was like, "I know you got some change. I see it right there." I was like, "Yeah, absolutely right. How much do you need, sir?" He's like, "Well, how much you got? Take it all. I don't even care what the fucking story is." No. And then the other time, me and my brother were crossing. 
by them, by them same projects I told you about where I work now. I was coming from Wendy's to McDonald's, going behind them, and this homeless dude popped out the bushes like a fucking ninja. He popped out the bushes like, what's up, boys? He was like, what do you want? And he was like, yeah, uh, I'm, you know, I'm just hard on my ties, man. I, and I need money. I'm homeless. And I was like, yeah, man, me and my brother got to go. You know, I'm like 14. My brother's 10. So he pulled out a knife, and he was like, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to stab you. But I see you this night. And I was, ah, like, no. I was like, let me go get some change and come right. And then we went to McDonald's and was like, Mom, you need to come get us. <laughs> I'm not leaving with this crazy motherfucker out here. And don't walk. Get in the car and drive. Because uh, that motherfucker almost got us. Call the police, please. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, homeless people, man. They're getting aggressive in Obama's America, man. Uh, So, right aid. Ad. That's right. Advertising. Was groped by a sex offender. Uh-oh. Now that is literally the objectification of a woman. Literally. Of right aid. Yes, he was. If right aid had breasts. That is actual an object <laughs> that is made of a woman that yes. was fucking drunk. Yes. Pittsfield, a convicted sex offender, admitted he kissed and followed a cardboard cutout of a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Which is part of a North Street Pharmacy's advertising display. Oh, God. Charlie J. Price, 57, of Pittsfield, pleaded guilty to a single count of disturbing the peace. Disturbing the peace? Yes, that's why he's a ludicrous fan. Subsequent offense, uh, and was ordered to pay a $200 fine. Wait. Now, see, I guess I'm, I guess technically I'm crazy and I'm wrong. But doesn't it seem like he should just go back to prison? Like, this seems like some type of violation of whatever his, of his parole. parole. Like, whatever the deal he's on, I say we, we go ahead and if he's raping the fucking the cardboard standout, I say we don't wait till he touches the child. I say we just go ahead and send him back. He probably couldn't tell the difference between his cardboard and, the, and, and his woman at home. They probably yeah, both they, hard. Yeah, they yes. both mean the same thing to him because they're just objects. That's it. They're just material things. That's all. He couldn't tell. Nope. It's like women and objects are the same. I'm objectifying them. I met somebody really wasted the time to call the cop and court time and all this other things. They should have just. What do you mean? What do you think they should have just let it go? They let them fuck their statue and, and put it on Twitter. It'd have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I won't, what's your point, Justin? They should have just sat there and been like, "Go ahead and fuck the right age statue." I I have some drugs to say. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my point. Like he, it was stupid, but really show up for court for that. And you actually like, what about? I like. I guess I'm looking at like Lindsay Lohan, and she violates her probation every other month. Right. Well, look, there's she enough room. She ain't getting no fine. There's enough room in jail. Well, no, she just pays her fine because she's rich. That's right. But there's enough room in jail for Lindsay Lohan and this motherfucker. That's what I think. Yeah, but they not. she's not in jail. But him, they, they He's not him. either. He's not either. Apparently, I, like I said, maybe I'm crazy. Because right. I know this technically isn't him harming anybody. But he, I, I'm just saying, this is like the forecast. You know what I'm saying? Like, if this ah. shit, this is like Chance of Rain on Friday. You know what I'm saying? It's Thursday and I see 50% chance of rain. I say let's bring my umbrella. That's all I'm saying. Put him back in prison. I'm this ready. Is a, this is a gateway offense. Right. We saving him some time. <laughs> like, and somebody possibly some sexual offense. That's all. But uh, anyway, it's a Saturday around 5 p.m. Uh, so he did this in broad daylight. Price, who was allegedly, yeah, he looked so good in the sunlight. You couldn't tell the difference. Uh, Price, 
maybe that's lipstick girl. Yeah, maybe it's like CPR where it's implied consent. <laughs> you know, like well, she didn't say no. And I did see the twinkle in her eye from the sun. Yeah, and she was blinking every five seconds to let me know what was up. Um, yeah, why else is she outlawed in neon if she ain't down? Okay. Why, why they got some? Ah! She shouldn't have been dressed like that. Why they got an ad that they can be objectified? Yeah, they was objectifying an advertiser for right. Rite Aid. You know, that's what it was. Right Aid be objectifying people, dog. And this is what happens. Men can't help themselves. Men are animals too. They just walk up and start yeah, fucking the statue. Yeah, it's not his fault. He lost control. Ah! Yeah. It's uh, clearly a woman should not have been there. Trying to be sexy. They should be trying to make money. They grabbed hold of the. uh, the, He walked into the right aid pharmacy, grabbed hold of the sunglasses display, hugged it tightly, and then began to lick and kiss the face of the female party on the display. The behavior lasted about a minute. Damn. (laughs) That's a long fucking time. Yeah, but don't nobody want no minute, man. You know my right ladies up top. Up top. You know know how they come on strong, but they can't last long. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. See, I blame. Uh, I'm saying the ad looked that good. I blame Rite Aid. Come on, it's too lightweight. It ended when Price ah. fell to the floor. Damn. And he eventually got back up on his feet and began yelling and screaming. According to the police, meanwhile, Price's behavior apparently scared customers who actively tried to get away from the area. Price was arrested by the police. You think? Um, what do you think he was yelling? Like this normally never happens to me. Show <laughs> fault. You're too fast. You're like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> you broke all my love. You broke my heart. You. <laughs> you broke my heart. I mean, this guy clearly has a problem. Clearly. Uh, Price is a level three sex offender, so. Oh, they got <laughs> levels? Low. Yeah, so that, I think that means he's on the mushroom world. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that, what, what, what is it? Isn't level one like the highest? And then it goes down. I don't know how it works. I don't know. I don't know. We go one, two, yeah, three. Yeah, it's play that show as well. Yeah, well, you know. How's yeah. it go? Which one's the highest? Now, me, I'm only a level three, so I'm no threat to anybody. <laughs> Say that to kids. Level, look, level three is cardboard rapist. We all know this. Now, once he graduates the... Once he graduates the paper mache, it's a wrap. Because they just come on. The only thing after that is, like, glue and stuff. That is, that's a level one. Uh, therefore, it's considered to be a high risk. For reoffending, in 1991 he was convicted of indecent assault and battery on a child under 14. Oh, yeah, this dude's a serious crime. So, ever, but that's Are what I'm saying. Real people? Evidently, that cardboard was of a sexy child under 14. Yeah. What is right age doing? What is right age? What is wrong with you, right age? What are they thinking? Why are you objectifying these people? What are they thinking? Jesus. children. Children at that. On, it's right even age. worse than our show. Come on. Listen, you know what? We need to protest. And shut them down. Let's organize some people to boycott. Stay out front of Rite Aid. Get some twelve-year-old mannequins. Yeah. And you just, you guys just objectify the mannequins. Last year he was Until convicted. I gotta pick my medication up. Last year he was convicted <laughs> of open and gross lewdness and lascivious behavior, according to the Sex Offender Registry Board. Look. All jokes aside. Yeah. Seriously, this nigga. This is a trend. This is clearly a fucking trick. I can't believe he only got $200, though. How is he still sad. free? What? Yeah, why is he not? They are literally waiting for him to rape a kid. They're just like, not yet. <laughs> the trap is not set. He's supposed to be going to Ben Roethlisberger's birthday party tonight. Then we'll ah! get him. We'll um, be there waiting on him. We'll get both of them. So I found this yes. story to be perplexing. A North Carroll Middle School 
that gives the address, Wednesday, shortly after 11 a.m., a student in the school lunchroom when he approached, uh, you started beginning. Go scroll. No, no, I got this. Okay, I'm sorry. This a student was in the school lunchroom when he approached an assistant. Shut up, woman! You an object. <laughs> You're here sorry. to be looked at. No, I see some words above, but I was like, oh, I speak. Is? You don't give your opinion. This is a man cast. I mean, do we, do you do we need to step out so you can slap her? You know what? I'm gonna be the later, but I appreciate uh, that. I appreciate y'all consideration. Off, I saw the pipe please. when I came off in. Camera. Off camera, of course. Yes, thank you. I, I have that much. When I came in, dog, just uh, <laughs> don't get arrested. <laughs> Shortly before, uh, I mean, I got a metal pipe. She slapped me about a $50 bill. Um, during uh, the, <laughs> so, anyway, he went to, he, this student approached, was in the lunchroom, when he approached an assistant principal and said he was struggling with thoughts of suicide. The assistant principal contacted a guidance counselor who met with the student privately. Okay. During the meeting with the guidance counselor, the student handed her a soft cooler bag in which he carries his lunch. Um, and inside the bag, the teacher found a suicide note and a semi-automatic pistol. Ooh, wow. Yep. So they called the cops that was uh, actually teaching a D.A.R.E. class, which I didn't know still went on. Me either. That's been going on forever. God bless Nancy Reagan. Dare to be different. Uh, police be- believe the student carried the gun to school in a lunch bag and said that he stored it in a locker until retrieving it. Uh, troopers identified the pistol as a 40 caliber semi-automatic. There ain't no small gun. Mm-mm. There's no indication at this time that the student had any desire to hire any to harm anyone but himself, there's no indication anyone else was assisting him or anyone else even knew of his intent to harm himself. Um, and here's the thing. When I got this article, the um, place I got it from had such a slanted fucking opinion of it. They were like, student uh, confesses to wanting to kill himself, teacher has him arrested. And I was like, no, that, what, that what do you think is. they would do? Like... I have a gun on campus. That's there's no that's zero tolerance. You yeah. gotta get locked down yeah. until we figure out what to do with your ass. This isn't about and even then locking him up probably kept him from killing himself if that's what he intended to do. Like I, I really don't see any other way to spin this story. Yeah. It's not like he can't get counseling because they had him arrested. Yeah, no, 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 I was gonna say they probably put him like you said in a safe place till his parents could get there. And they could all meet and come up with a good decision about probably taking him to mental health at that point. And you know, if, if they start letting niggas slide because they want to kill themselves, then every nigga start bringing a gun to school and when they get caught, they're like, man, I'm just going to kill myself. We right. Go, right? Yeah, it's a zero tall. And my thing is that, how did a kid get a gun that large? Yeah, that's what I wanted to know. They never answer those in these articles. Right, eh? Where'd you get this gun? Ah. Where are your parents? I'm walking down West Boulevard. Man, fucking right, eh, oh, man. Yes. Yeah, right age, right man. Go in there, get guns and rape statues. Yes, um, they do. Cops hunt a man who firebombed Taco Bell because his chalupas had too little meat. I understand. Uh-oh. I understand him, dog. Last time we had a dude that went up there with a shoddy, and then before that, remember, because they got his order wrong, did we? Yeah, be- they didn't put hand- sauce in the bag. Handcuffed yourself to the girl. Did we? Yeah, we had to do that. Handcuffed himself to the girl at Taco Bell. Taco Bell is a ratchet restaurant. Yes, it is. Wow. They food just that good. It's the I, ratchetest I, I, of the fast food. I understand about the meat, though, the man. You know, you, you go in there just mouth watering. Mm-hmm. And then they give you a little sprinkle of meat on there. And next thing you know, you got the fireball the motherfuckers. Because that's how we get down, yeah, man. Yeah, teach you a lesson, man. Saying a damn game. You think it's a game with my fucking tacos? Shit, my chalupa is. Yeah. I ain't paid 59 cents for nothing. <laughs> yeah. 
Take that's enough for a homeless man to stab you. Enjoy yes. the day when it really was 59 cent dope and 49 cent. Oh, that's like a dollar yeah. 39. Oh, yes. Taco Bell. We getting old, yo. Like somebody, ah. young, somebody young just heard that was like, the fuck they mean 59 cents? It was never that cheap. It's that's 59 crazy. 59 cents for extra sauce. Yeah, yeah, right. 59 cents for my my napkins cost more than 59 cents. Um, well, you, sir, are a dumbass and live in an age where everything is over. Georgia police are hunting the aggrieved Taco Bell customer who threw a Molotov cocktail at the restaurant drive through window after phoning in a complaint that there was not enough meat in the chalupas he had purchased. The bizarre incident occurred at 5 a.m. Sunday at a Taco Bell. 5 a.m. And I normally don't read addresses, but the address here is North Slappery. <laughs> North, oh, North Slappy. North Slappy. That sounds like some, some ratchet shit will happen. Oh, you want to get the Taco Bell all off North Slappy? No, they be, fuck with that one. Ain't that what be firebombing shit? Mm-hmm. Uh, the small blaze did not cause injuries or damage the building. Uh, according to the police report, Taco Bell manager Cynthia Thompson told cops that shortly before the firebombing a man called the restaurant to complain about a reported meat shortage in his two XL chalupas. Now that is fair. I mean, you yeah, promise extra large chalupas. I get back and my meat is medium. Somebody getting fired. Got issues. How did he not cause um, damage to the building? I mean, I guess he didn't fire and fire and bomb. I'm thinking some shit got fucked up. He didn't get his cocktail right. The building's probably that fucked up. It's all burnt up and black. Be like, it look like the rest is good now. I'm just saying, I'm thinking shit real to the. No, I'm gonna tell you what he did. He was too busy drinking that Molotov versus throwing it, and he just drunk all the alcohol and tossed it in the beer. He threw it in there without the the cocktail part. Yes. It's a burning glass. It is 5 a.m. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> the caller told Thompson after getting home, he realized there was not enough stuffing inside his chalupas and demanded that his order be corrected. When Thompson explained she could not accommodate him because the business was closing, uh, he said, You must be one of them niggers up there. Because <laughs> oh, uh, you always want to lead with the. With the niggers, <laughs> like that is the that's the that's the that's the go fuck yourself of ah! of this. It's like it's like well, there can be no conversation had at that point. Oh, you everyone oh, you needs to leave the building immediately. Yes. Um, he said so. You must be one of them niggers up there. Uh, <laughs> and he added, ah! and he added, that's all right. I'll just come and redecorate the place. <laughs> That wasn't a cue. You need to call the police. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he was talking about interior redecoration. No, even if he wasn't serious, the, our place would have been surrounded by the police. What state is this? Georgia. Thompson said that shortly after the call, she and other Taco Bell employees could smell gasoline, but were unaware of where it was coming from. They didn't realize the fire outside of the drive-through window. Investigators found the makeshift incendiary device—a melting plastic bottle with a liquid substance still inside. Outside Taco Bell with a large sign beckons patrons to come try the new XXL Chalupa Bigger is Better. They searched for the firebomb suspect, uh, but it's been hampered since the video feed from the drive through window was of poor quality. So, criminals, if you like to rob a Taco Bell, I think we know which one. <laughs> yes, they do it at 5 a.m. Um, well, you know we got to talk about sword ratchetness because Will's here. Samurai Sword Son is jailed. Uh-oh. Finally, they locking these niggas up. Bullshit. A grief-stricken <laughs> son who drove from London to Sunderland armed with two samurai swords to avenge his mother's death. 
Wow. Not one, but I can do a picture of this motherfucker like. Look at the horse. Disgrace to my family. Yeah. <laughs> and now I must restore back. honor to my was legacy. His, what was he on the horse to just ride through <laughs> the meadows? Uh, he's been jailed. He was flash stepping. He was flash stepping. Taxi driver Alan Brown. Yeah, he was flashed ever. That's, yeah. that's funny if y'all watch Bleach. The rest oh, yeah. of y'all, oh, so rest of y'all don't know what the fuck they're talking the about. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, taxi driver Alan Brown drove the length of the country with the sole intent of finding the man involved in a road smash that killed his mother 15 years ago. So, you know, he trained oh, and everything. Yeah. I, he will seriously avenge his mother's death. I want that montage footage. Hell yeah. Chopping trees oh, and half and shit. Will, is this motivating you to go out and practice a little more? I, I all had the anger, man. I don't, I don't got shit to be angry. It's like not that. about being angry. It's about being prepared. No, nah, dog. You got See, this dude, this dude had, had something to live for. He was, he was motivated. I ain't got shit in my Pol- head. <laughs> Police also found a ski mask taped gloves, a hold on, and a catapult in the car. A catapult? Oh. Catapult? You about to launch this nigga off the edge of the earth? I'm gonna sword your ass up, put on this ninja mask, and then I'm shooting you to the end of the earth. This motherfucker probably go fly over the, the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Surprise. He was gonna catapult himself onto the roof. He had a plan. An inquest into Brown's, what'd you say, Karen? I said, yeah, look, it sound like they're in a town full of small villages. You probably had to go over the wall. The 47-year-old was arrested by police as he sat in a car parked on Silksworth Lane. Uh-oh. After having second thoughts about carrying out his chilling plan. Oh, So he pushed out. I guess he didn't love his mom enough after all. You know, if he would have uh, manned up and fucking did it, he probably would have got away. The thing is, though, he's 47. <laughs> he probably could have come up with a better plan. I mean... 47, and you've been planning on killing this nigga since you were 32. You gotta get your shit together a little more. And that's a long age. That's a long drive to not no, kill man, nobody. He had his shit together. Once I get in the car, somebody gonna die. That's all I'm saying. He didn't have his shit together, man. I'm defending this nigga because y'all both like swords. No, this is the dude that's making no, you look no, bad. No, the dude had his shit together. He just pushed out, man. Lost his backbone. They had a catapult involved in the plan. No, he didn't have it together. He didn't have his shit together. No, that's some ninja shit. And he got he got the dude's he got he got the dude's house and he got the dude's house and found out it was an apartment. Like shit, I can't catapult up to the roof. I mean, six stories. He didn't think about just maybe ringing the doorbell and as soon as he opened the door. That is not the ninja way, man. Why he got to dive through the window? That is that the way of the sword, man. Yes, and I bet you he. Paulo said, if I do this, I'm going to give the comic after me. This is the worst comic ever. Oh, uh, so. Terrible. An inquest into his mother's you death. An inquest into his mother's death was told that she had died in a road traffic accident. Uh, but Brown continued to harbor anger towards a man he believed to be responsible for her death. Uh, Brown, who was from Sunderland, uh, but had been living in London, thought he had finally tracked down the man at the spot in a van for the company he worked for. These are some very shaky details. <laughs> this does not sound like he really knew who did what. He's like, oh, is that? Yeah, he's like, is that a Time Warner van? Well, shit, he must have did it too. It's a conspiracy all the way to the top. Ted Turner, I'm coming for you. Um, Jacqueline Wilson, prosecutor, said his mother was killed in a road traffic accident. The driver involved in the accident is not known to this court. The defendant was parked in a car park at the time of his arrest. He told him that he had come over from London to see a male. Uh, now that's suspicious, okay? Police, <laughs> ah! hey son, what are you doing here with your swords, your catapult, your hold on? 
I'm here to see a male, sir. <laughs> male prostitute? I'm not here, sir. Just a, a male, okay? For the catapult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He must have been, been a deuce and a quarter or something. What was he in? Did he have it on his roof? I mean, that's kind of huge. He had pulled in the trailer. He appeared. He appeared in He appeared in court after pleading guilty to possession of an offensive weapon. And I agree. That's some bullshit. Swords are offensive. Nick Lane defending. Well, catapult is offensive here. <laughs> Nick Lane defending told the court that Brown had relinquished his pursuit of the man and that he had realized that he was not capable of murder. 15 years is a long time to take you to realize you're not going to do it. Yes, it is. Pussy. If I'm angry for 15 years, somebody definitely died. Mm. He said he voluntarily gave up the two weapons despite having driven around the area. He gave himself up when police found him. He was aware that the man involved in his mother's death worked for a particular utilities company, but this is all. He was the only dude that he just drove around like, yo, is that Duke Power? <laughs> no, we riding on them niggas, son. Get my catapult. It's going down. Uh, he was aware that, yeah, so he was driving, looking for the vehicle. Having found himself in the area, he realized he wasn't a murderer. He said that his mother would have turned in her grave at what he, he had done. He was sentenced to 12 months in prison. Damn, that's a long time for not yeah, doing it. But You might as well have gotten a kill in. But I... <laughs> at least a slice. But I child molested just get $200 fine. Right. Yep. And, and sit on his way. <laughs> well, that let you know, Will. They're not playing out here with these swords. They, yep. they might be getting a message. This, this, is, this is not in America. Y'all niggas are scared. That's all. This is rather sinister at the edge of the... You goddamn right we said. It's a fucking sword. <laughs> And people are doing ratchet shit with them. That's the point. That is the point of sword ratchetness. Y'all niggas just scared. I'm being sliced by a fucking sword. I don't need to be down my friend's house watching the fight and next thing I know it's sword time. Because shit just didn't go right. No, man. I was, uh, my wife and I were watching Ninja Assassins. Yeah. And, uh, I was sword out and, uh, See, alright, couple faces. <laughs> said too much. Couple faces criminal rap for this. sex on the city. You need to start your own sword cash. <laughs> y'all can talk yeah. about Joe Sword you Adventures and Scar, there. You and Scar be great. Yeah, I don't need to hear this shit on our show. We don't support that. Nope. October 25th, the Pennsylvania couple is facing an assortment of criminal charges for having sex on a city bus. Uh oh. Carnal activity was captured by the vehicle surveillance camera. I mean, she does look satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> she really does. She thought it was worth it. Yeah. According to police criminal complaint, Amanda Confer, 24, boarded the bus on a Friday afternoon in late August. She was accompanied by her infant daughter. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yep, Damn. that's right. Also riding the bus through Montoursville that day was pre-release inmates. Oh, uh... Pre-release, as in... Released early. Not released yet. Oh. Pre-release. The fuck are they doing? They not released. The they just oh, in the what, what is that? What is pre-release? I mean, that's, that's the new it's, Well, the Latin pre means before. Release in America means let go. Before these niggas was let go, they oh. was on that bus, and this woman with her daughter was like, "I need dick. I'm being objectified." Wow. So um, with my baby. Yeah. So uh. Randall Peterson and Joshua Schill, the men uh, were part of a work release program that allows inmates to come and go to the county jail at specified times. So they're still in prison, but they're on work release. 
Okay. But you still gotta go sleep at night in the jail. Okay. Investigators allege that Confer and Peterson, 32, sat next to each other in the rear of the bus with Shields sitting in front of them before the illicit action commenced. However, Confer turned over her infant daughter to Shield, who apparently served as the babysitter and lookout during the subsequent rendezvous. Somebody oh. was getting it in the rear of the bus. Did she? Did she know <laughs> these dudes? Yeah, up top. <laughs> what? Did she know these dudes? She was like, oh, well, let's fuck on the back of the bus? I, mean, I don't see, know. What, did you see them all, Karen? <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like, hand, I like <laughs> handing over your daughter to an inmate. <laughs> Can you watch my baby for a second? I need to get some dick from your friends. You seem like a trustworthy long. individual. Yeah, you seem like <laughs> the kind of man that's good around children. What'd you do to get in here? Oh, child abuse, you don't say. Well, it'll only be a minute. Yeah, just don't know about well, I'm her. right here. <laughs> so, um, in short order, Confer and Peterson, pictured in the above mugshots, moved from hugging and kissing to oral sex, which was provided by Confer. For those that are keeping track, the lady. Oh. Uh, after a couple of minutes of oral sex, uh, <laughs> they go into the detail, huh? The she gently lifted his butt <laughs> 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 and moved him to the side. The bus ride was kind of bumpy. Did he well, on the head? <laughs> she was well. She was being objectified when she started having sex with this dude. Uh, she she lowered her underwear and upon sitting on his lap. Uh, both defendants proceeded to have sexual intercourse for several minutes. So well, they said both defendants. Well, so well, she's a defendant and he is now. So so was the other guy next, or was he? That's what I want to know. Was he watching? Like what? he's not in. No, he's watching he's the baby. Look, he's a lookout. He's so. the lookout. He's watching the baby. Wasn't looking out for the cameras. cameras. Buses have cameras. Well, they know now. That's why they said. Shortly after the tryst ended. Ah. Shortly after the tryst ended. Peterson and Shill exited the bus together while Comfort continued to ride on with her daughter. Damn. Come all up on her and shit. Damn. She went to sticky twice. Since the aforementioned acts were captured by surveillance equipment, investigators were able to identify Comfort and Peterson as suspects. In an interview late uh, late last month with the Lycoming County detective, Comfort copped to the bus six. Well, let me ask this. You never cop to the bus sex. I, Everybody knows I, that. How, how, did, how would you and Karen convince me that, yeah, Karen, I'll hold your baby while you fuck behind me? Like, yeah. how does that conversation I, It's got to be, like, you know what I mean? It's got to like, be some favors taking place back in the jail. Like, how does that Like, hey, man, hey, I'll give you my Twinkies this week. I'll be like, look, look. You know, I know you've been eyeing my oatmeal cream pies, okay? I need two boxes of cigarettes, though. Just look out and watch the baby. Nah, so, nah, nah. Nah, um, so, let's see. Shortly after the trip ended, they exited the bus together. Okay, she stayed there. Since the aforementioned acts were captured on surveillance equipment, investigators were able to identify Confer and Peterson as suspects. In an interview late last month with the detectives, Confer cop to the, to the bus sex. During a September 30th interview at the county jail, Peterson also confessed to the illegal automotive interlude. Confer and Peterson were charged earlier this month with conspiracy, indecent exposure, open lewdness, and disorderly conduct. They're scheduled for November 4th preliminary hearing. Man, he's really lucky he didn't get charged with something with that child, too. Yeah. Both of them are. I can't believe there's no charges stemming to the child. Child abuse, child Child neglect. The good thing is the future child that they'll have, at least this child will know who her father is. On her Facebook page, Comfort refers to herself as Randall's wifey. She also notes that regard to the jailhouse, Peterson need my boo so fucking bad. God, I miss him so much. Wow. 
So she was objecting by herself our own Facebook page. So, so they knew each other. And they, they, yeah, they're like, hey, I'm about to say that. Let's meet on the bus and fuck. They you know, should have just yeah. fucked outside Taco Bell. Oh, Wouldn't have had no problem. At all. Obviously, they don't pay attention. Apparently, I'm not reading this whole story, but apparently there's a man with a 100-pound scrotum yeah. seeking money for surgery. Yeah, that's just going to cost like... Happen? Yeah, shit just grows. He can't even walk no more. And they say it's going to cost like a million dollars. He's trying to raise money to get his nuts. Yeah, like he sits down and he sits his scrotum down on top of a milk crate in front of him and puts baby powder on it. That's what he does. That's not a joke. He does that. Now, my question is this. This didn't blow up overnight. This some shit you I ignore. Think it took like four or five years. Yeah, he had them in yes. Obama's America, it's full of it's full of jizz. You just need to bust a See, little bit. I was gonna say, if he objectified ah. more and then went and fucked himself, yep, this he wouldn't have happened. Yeah, just backed up a little bit. You just need to clean the pipes. Wouldn't have happened. Go fuck yourself, buddy. Go Last yourself, story. Martin. This is a story of police corruption and sexual objectification. Uh oh. Two one. This is not being sarcastic. This is the truth. This happened. New York Police uh, Department narcs showered a junkie with crack and forced her to perform sex acts in return. She testified in the latest embarrassing revelation to emerge from the police corruption trial. In one incident, Melanie Perez recalled on the stand last week a cop called her to his home, made made her smoke drugs, and then pulled down his pants and demanded oral sex. Now here's the thing though. That's some bullshit. Here's, Here's the only thing. First of all, that's still some type of rape, and that dude needs to go to jail. Okay? That's number one. Only part I don't believe is that he had to force a crackhead to do crack. I don't believe that's how crack works, sir. No, okay. I don't believe you, ma'am. You need no. more people. You probably had to you don't, her in the past. Yeah, you like can't that. force anyone to do crack if they're a crackhead. You just no. put the crack out, and then they do it themselves. I, I think, I think she the oil sex is probably forced. She got this shit all backwards. She came in looking for some crack. She's like, well, you got to suck my dick to get this crack. Mm-hmm. Sucked it. Which is why he called her to his home. Yeah. Yeah. Cause sometimes, because sometimes, phones. yeah. Sometimes you have to call the crackhead. That's one thing they, they won't crack. Sell. That's oh. the one thing they won't sell is the phone. But well, I mean, obviously, this motherfucker's a piece of shit, and they gotta go to jail forever. I mean, he is a cop. Uh, so but should be held to a higher standard. Right. Right. Because we're supposed to hold them to a higher. standard Well, if you kill a cop, you go to death. Do not pass go. Yep. So I say, anytime a cop gets in trouble, fuck him. Fuck him. Go. Peace. Because you can't kill no cop. We got a double standard with cops. You kill a cop, it is not like killing a person. Yeah, I, can't, I can cuss you out, but I can't cuss a cop out. Right. Cops, I mean, they had a police officer uh, last week who was a, uh, who actively was racist. They got caught because they were investigating him on something else. Got caught on the phone talking about uh, frying niggers and shit like that. Yeah, and, and that stuff happens because... You know, they're, they're cops and they have this ultimate authority. So when one of them fucks up with ultimate authority like this, and I don't mean, uh, you know, and I know people are pissed about this. I'm not trying to say it's the same, but I don't mean like the Oscar Grant thing where there's some type of like, yeah, I was reaching for this and then I shot him with that, which, you know, obviously still, dude, that nigga should be locked up too. But I'm saying... It's, it's not even something in this case where you can argue another way of well no I, I accidentally gave her the crack and she happened to fall on my dick with her mouth no you take that you go to jail to a whole nother level because just as police officers uh, most people the general public are taught to respect you now if you do it now it's a whole other story 
but you kind of taught to respect them. So yes, if you do something fucked up as a police officer, you should be held to a higher standard. Because right. like I just said, you shoot one, kill one, hit one, stab one, you will have a bunch of charges. Right. Even if it's a made up shit, you will have some charges. There's a higher standard of punishment. You can't even talk shit to them. Um, she said, what was I going to do? She testified at the Brooklyn Supreme Court. I did it. The damning account came during the bench trial of Jason Arbini, one of eight undercovers charged in the scandal that rocked the Brooklyn South Narcotics Squad. You know the even more fucked up part about stuff like this? When people do stuff like this with cops, they have to go back and look at all their old cases. So there's people that may or may not legitimately be in prison or illegitimately be in prison that shit gotta all be open and rightfully so they should yes no I agree I'm saying it's that's one of the reasons that this kind of stuff like people only think of it as well we got that you know that cop went to jail and now we got justice no there's a ton of people that probably have been like yo they framed me or they made me do this that and the other and people were like they're cops they wouldn't do that and now look at him. Yes, and the back to the other case we're talking about. I think that dude ended up arresting some young dude. He ended up getting like suspended and couldn't do like his last year of eligibility in college. Yeah. And he ended up not going to the pros or something like that because he wasn't eligible. Right. So he is actually suing because he said you ended up ruining my life because you arrested me over some bullshit. Yeah. And, uh, and that's the power cops have. They can ruin your life. Yes, they if can. one of them. Now I'm not saying all cops are dirty. No. I'm dead. I'm not. Either. I'm not a fuck the police type person. No, this is but, not me. No, because most cops you meet are not like this. Yeah, but but still, it's like that ultimate authority can completely fuck up and derail somebody's entire future. Yeah, and I would sue too if I was that dude. On a whim. Um. So uh, the trial has already been yielding troubling testimony on officers flaking, planting drugs on innocent victims to meet arrest quotas and get overtime pay. Perez also testified that the sexually demanding officer, who she knew only as Frank, had later introduced her to a colleague, Sean Johnston, who also gave her narcotics on several occasions. He gave me a nice piece for Christmas, she said. It was cracked and it was kicking. <laughs> wow. When was this done? In 1985? <laughs> <laughs> then he turned on some vanilla ice and we both put on our hammer pants. And that's how that's you know, wild. like, there are some holes in the store because... Crackhead sell their TV, so they're not able to keep up with Right, you know, with slang. Yeah. That's why I believe her. And on top of that. Like, if she would have said, uh, well, his swag was off the chain, I would be like, no, you're not a crackhead. You still got oh. MTV. Shit, he gave, put like this, that must have been a special crack rock. For her to remember it as much crack as crackheads do, she remembered that rock. That was a good point. awesome rock. That's a good point, Karen. Crackheads, if you, if you remember where you were when you smoked that rock. That rock must have been That, that was some good rocks. Because yes, they say was. crack is that high where it's great the first time and never good again. Wow. So, that, it must have been off the chain. Yes. Must put some nutmeg in it. For Christmas, too. Oh, what a treat. Johnson was, convi- <laughs> Johnson was convicted early this year of one corruption count and sentenced to probation. He was acquitted on 34 other charges. Including those related to the including those related to the accusations by Perez. Also a witness in his bitch in his bench trial. Bench, B Brooklyn woman who was called uh the Brooklyn woman who was called who called her memory fuzzy said her testimony related to events in 2006 and 2007. She never dealt with Arbini, uh, she said. Her testimony was meant to show the accused cop charged for flaking two people in Coney Island bus was part of a larger conspiracy. Nobody saw me do anything, a bitter Arbini said, outside the courtroom. But my life is ruined. You know, that's not the most 
That's not the best defense. Not I'm innocent. <laughs> ain't nobody see me. <laughs> y'all ain't y'all see ain't me do no, that. Y'all rest, I ain't no Facebook or YouTube. Like, oh, that shit. Okay. Yeah. Is he had like 35 charges? Yeah. 34 for the other cop, Johnston. And they, no, no rape charge anywhere? 34 were dismissed, so it could have been one of them. 34 were dismissed, and he was charged on one, and then basically given uh, probation. So, I mean, there's a different standard of punishment for cops, too, man. And it's, it's like, I think it should be balance the scales the other way. You fuck up, you get it the worst. But instead, it's like, you fuck up, you get it the lightest because you're a cop. It's like when women kill their children and then they go to court and go, but I'm so sad because I lost my children. And then they give them that sympathy percentage. It's like, well, she's already been through so much. But that's kind of what cops get every time. Like, yeah. but you've already served the law so much. Well, nigga, you corrupt. And you broke We don't the know law. how long this man been corrupt. That's right. He could have started day one and just been like, niggas go to jail. I don't care. I need overtime. Huh? Overtime. They are literally fucking niggas' lives up forever for overtime. Planting drugs on them. For time and a half, dog. That, that's, ew, that is disgusting. Um, anyway, this has been the Blackout Tips, of course. Uh, Thank you, Will. Justin, for coming through. No, thank you for having me. Uh, I had all three of y'all on camera, so y'all were all objectified today. I hope I hope nobody is upset. Okay, but y'all know, like, right? <laughs> Theblackouttips at gmail.com. Y'all know where to write us. Um, thank you to everybody that was in the chat. We all over here like we taking a class picture, ain't we? No, no. Thank you, everybody that was in the chat. Um, and don't forget, also, go to theblackouttips.com, vote in the poll, leave a comment. Uh, you know, go on iTunes, leave us a five-star review. We'll read it, as long as it's five stars. Uh, make sure that you're also donating to the show. You can do recurring donations, one-time donations. Um, can't wait to go do some mic shopping this weekend. Woo-hoo! Start hooking things up in the studio. Yay! Um, also, make sure that you go to the store. You can buy stuff. You know, if you got a baby and you'd like it to be the official baby of the Blackout Tip, you got to buy some shit. You got to buy more than the last baby, though. Yeah, the last baby, just just a bib got in. Now y'all got to step up. Listen, a shot glass will make you famous. Maybe somebody got two babies, okay? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but also, you know, we were sponsored today. Um, oh, wait. First of all, you can email us to blackouttips at gmail.com. Uh, you can also call the show 704-557-0186 when we do the live show on Saturday mornings. Um, don't forget, also, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'll say that again. That is in D-A-T. And I'm Mr. Montgomery, Mr. Underscore Montgomery. And, and I'm Rhyme Over Reason. Rhyme Over Reason. Don't forget that, ladies. Um, and also... Today's podcast is sponsored by, of course, Black Oppression. Mm-hmm. It was also sponsored by ShadowDollProductions.com, where we have our own page. Uh, you can yeah, find yeah. the link. Uh, you can find the link on our page under sponsors, um, and you can also contact Silent X Media from Twitter on at Silent X Media, all one word. He does a great job. Guys. Or email him Silent underscore X dot Productions at gmail.com for all your audio and video needs. Uh, when it comes to editing and engineering and mixing and all that, Mike is great at that shit. Yes, he is. You know, go to our YouTube page and check out the link if you want to see for yourself. Um, and so I think that's it for now. Uh, have we all been objectified enough? I think we have. I don't think I have. All right, well, um, take your shirt off, ladies. Here it comes. There you go. All right, man. Well, <laughs> until next time, I love you. You too. <laughs>